Hey, uh, this is Aaron Carson again with Roleplaying Public Radio. Uh, after a brief break, we're back, um, and we are playing Call of Cthulhu Die High with the Patreon group. So uh, if everybody could go around the table and we'll reintroduce yourself one more time, Laura. I'm Laura. I'm playing Allison Evans, a senior pre-med student. I am Noah, and I'm playing Olivia uh, Thacker. Thacker? That's weird. Um, and I'm a physics postgrad student. I'm Raymond, and I'm playing Matthew Pritchard. Uh, <laughs> I work in the history department and also have a BA in history. I'm Tom. I'm playing Harold Merrill, and I am an electrical engineering postgrad. All right. And Noah, also, be, be glad that I didn't put Thatcher in there, because it was about a half, mm. halfway there. <laughs> So, um, but yes, uh, you are all either pre-grad or post-grad students over at the University of Illinois, Chicago, um, taking your various courses along with your, your different degree plans, uh, but as part of your own studies, uh, you've been brought together within a specific astronomy class that is required by your, each of your uh, heads, so you need this part of it as part of your degrees, um, and it's been a general class for the most part, just almost considered a flow course between of your issues, but fun nonetheless. Um, you've been under the instruction of uh, Dr. Nathaniel Barnes, so who is the head I of this class. <laughs> Uh, and specifically, you've been able to actually, uh, you all have actually ended up becoming friends uh, with two, his uh, two children, uh, who are also part of the class as well, uh, Bill Barnes and Andrea Barnes, uh, fraternal twins, so, who have been taking the course and are on their own degree plan, similar to their father, with uh, Bill being in astronomy and specifically Andrea going for astrophysics. So I, I um, have worked out why my my character's astronomy is so long, low. Okay. He's been hitting on the twins the whole time. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna make this one. Which of the twins have you been hitting on? Both. You're both. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matthew, Matthew's uh, Matthew's polyamorous. He'll take All right. whatever. So. Oh. He's a history student. He knows that all those things are just constructed uh, societal barriers. <laughs> oh. Well, they're both. It's like they seem to be okay with it, but. That's like, but we're going to, because they're okay with being progressive in this case. Yeah. Uh, so, but you've all gotten to know each other over the school year, and uh, the official final has been over. However, um, due to uh, Bill working a part-time job over at the John Hancock Tower uh, as a tour guide, he has been able to uh, get you a special... Uh, passes after hours in order to do a stargazing night on one of, uh, for one of the rare meteor showers that is set to occur tonight. So it's overnight and only for about 30 minutes or so, but it's set to be one of the brightest on there. And being on the top of the Hancock Tower, uh, that will give you an unobstructed view of the sky over the Chicago sky pollution. So it's set to be really beautiful. Um, just to give you a uh, sense of where you guys are. Do, do, do. Here, if you would look into the chat here... I, I'm googling the Hancock Tower because I okay. figured it's a real building. Yes, it is. A, it is a real building here. If you, if uh, The link is in the chat if you want to see. And so, uh, but it's... 
Uh, this is an after-hours one, so at the time that you arrive to the building, it's about 11 o'clock at night. So, pretty chilly since it's in the middle of January, but you all arrive there. Andrea and uh, Tyke and Dr. Barnes are there to welcome you. Look at all those communication things on top of that damn building. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to fall off of. Yep. So, well, you won't be going up there. You'll just be at the top of the building and at, at the top floor, op, uh, top floor observation deck, so uh, where Bill has be, uh, been able to kind of pull some strings along with his other fr uh, friends who are working there. And uh, once you get up to the, pet, uh, the observation deck, uh, you see that there is a full spread of food out. And, uh, food out. Uh, the shower is set to start out in about an hour. So you're able to mingle about and talk about whatever you want ahead of the time. Sorry, so, is this early morning or evening? No, this is uh, this is night. So this is 11 oh. p.m. at night. I thought it might so. have been an early morning meteor shower or something. Yeah, so uh, it'll it'll crawl, the the main part of the meteor shower is set to start at midnight. So, but oh, you're arriving sorry. there a little bit early to take a look at it. So, but uh, what that's uh, like. So in the meantime, what are you guys doing? Hmm. So, this is just your class, and again, it's a fairly small class, uh, comprising of you four, uh, Bill and Andrea, and of course, Dr. Barnes. Um, uh, do they need any help setting stuff up? Because I will help with that if I can. Um, no, it looks like it actually has already been set up. It's just like a small, uh, uh, kind of a small potluck table, for the most part, uh, and that Bill has managed to finagle from... Ooh. If it's a potluck, then I brought na nachos. The <laughs> <laughs> nachos are uh, it's like are set as should be. So, uh, but yeah, it's mainly just mingling about here. Doctor Barnes is off talking with that's uh, like talking with An Andrea about one how beautiful this is going to be. It's one of those one of those once in a lifetime moments that he's looking so forward to. Right. Uh, but everybody, go ahead. I would say and roll a spot hidden. Woo! Spot hidden. Just, just to give you a chance, and let me know I what you get. I succeeded. Okay. I got a thirty-eight out of sixty. I succeeded. Twenty-six out of fifty. Okay. I am too busy with the nachos to notice. <laughs> I got a sixty-seven out of fifty-five. They're All pretty right. good nachos. Sixty-five. All right. So everybody except no exceeded. Uh, no, unfortunately, since you are enamored by the majesty that is the black olive. Uh, tortilla shell nachos that are in front of you. <laughs> so, uh, you look around and you actually see that part of the uh, wall where it looks like the observation windows uh, looks like it's on, it has this weird seam around it that you don't really notice that it's been built into the side of the, into the floor and then into the sides of the walls um, uh, from it. If you want to, you can ask uh, like Bill about that since he might know. So. I will there is a whole section of the Wikipedia page devoted to the flaws in this building. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Laura said you were asking him? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, Bill looks over. Oh, yeah, that's actually something that's new. It only came in last year. Uh, it's called Tilt. Uh, you, you really need to take a look at this. So he walks over, and you see that once you get closer to it, uh, there are actually handlebars on each side of the window panes. And if you look up, there is a side of the uh, top of it that actually is a glass that's only hitting the ceiling. But he says, check this out. Hits a switch, and you see it's starting descending back into an angle. 
And I'm sending you another picture, as this is another real thing for the Hancock Tower. The tilt experience. Oh, I see full, what you mean. Yeah. yeah this oh, is real thing, a that's not a terrible idea at all. Yeah, this is a full glass enclosure that is on a hydraulic set that uh, you can actually get into, and it will lean you down so you can have an unobstructed view of the of the skyline and the road below. They have a thing like that. Uh, they have things like that on Centerpoint Tower in Sydney. Like, they've got the glass walkway thing. So, <laughs> this seems like a great idea, doesn't it? Doesn't Let's it? all go on it. It'll be fine. So Looks yeah, like Bill. Something... Yeah. yeah, Bill is looking over. Andrea's just kind of shaking her head, saying, "No, no, I'm not doing that at all." But he's bouncing up and down, saying, "No, it's safe. I've been in this a thousand times." Oh, Bill's, Bill's the sun, right? Yes, Bill is the sun. Uh, alright, in an attempt to hit on him, uh, and seem brave, I'm gonna be like, alright, let's check it out! Let's get in the tilt thing! I want to take their photo, because I have photography score, so I'm gonna use it. So, alright then, uh, well, you can go ahead, uh, yeah, go ahead and roll, uh... Hanging out with Andrea. <laughs> I'm eating nacho. Nacho, so. Alright, well, uh, go ahead, Raymond. Uh, what would that be for this if we're going to. You know what? You go ahead and role play it out. So. You can do whatever yeah, so, uh, you want, Bill's in. I'm like, yeah, man, in. lead me over the edge. I can take it. <laughs> I'll dangle off the precipice. I'll contemplate the meaning of my existence while staring into oblivion. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, you're over on that end. Um, go ahead, uh, Raymond, go ahead and make another spot hidden check. Yeah. I got 11. Um, 11 out of what? Uh, out of 60. Oh, my God. So, um, <laughs> impaled it. That's in an impale. I was say, is that an impale? That is an impale. So, uh, you actually look, you're looking down at the uh, street level at first and just seeing the mass of traffic going around even at this time of night because it's Chicago. Uh, but as you look up, you actually catch sight of something that kind of looks like a cloud, but it all, but it's too dark even at this night to be able to really look on there. It's not reflecting light as it should. It almost, it almost has a glow to it. Which you really can't oh, no, explain. Oh, it's the glow cloud! <laughs> oh, oh, hell. <laughs> um, but so it, yeah, it just... Looks it, like glow. Yeah, it has this weird uh, weird luminescence to it that you can't really... And what it... You can't really see it all that well, mainly just because of where you're at. But it appears that there's something flanking it uh, that's just almost insubstantial. You'd almost think it would be... a Hunt at least birds or something along the side of it. It, it to you, it almost looks like some of those images you've seen of like flocks of starlings, just being flowing in and out. But it looks completely unearthly uh, from what you've seen, and is kind of disturbing. So go ahead and make a sanity check. Okay, so I roll my sands, presumably. Yes, you you roll your sanity. Ooh, I got an 84 out of 65. Okay. <laughs> this is so, a good start. <laughs> this, is only, this is only a one sanity loss. 
okay. uh, because this is it, it. You know what clouds look like. You know how this this should move, and it does not look right at all. So, so is my sanity now sixty four? Yes, it goes down. So it, it'll go down one as many points as it as the roll dictates. So you, you only lost one this time. Um, I say to I, I say to our Bill and, and any of the others that are around. Hey, do you guys see those weird birds? They're kind of making me uneasy. <laughs> so, uh, Bill looks up. Yeah, he sees nothing. It's like, uh, I'll go I don't, over and look. I don't. I don't know. What, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I just stuffed up my uh, my cording. Quick, <laughs> Uh, I succeed. <laughs> so, okay, you how? Uh, what did you, uh, what did you succeed by, Noah? Uh, uh, I succeeded. I don't know. Oh, sorry, Tom. What did you succeed by? Twenty-eight out of fifty. Twenty out of fifty. All right. Uh, you're seeing the cloud that he's pointing to. It it looks weird, but you're not seeing those kind of bird appendages he was talking about. Or zoom in uh, with my bird camera. Bird appendages. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, as you're seeing around, uh, I'll say Raymond, as you're looking around, Bill's kind of uh, looking back at you. Uh, he's seen he, he's seen this trick a thousand times before by you of trying to like, oh, I've seen something weird. Let me get closer to you. Uh, I was just going to say, can I reach out for Bill's hand as I'm a little bit scared? <laughs> yeah, you, you can, but he pulls away because, again, he's seen this a thousand times before. Look, I got look, I, I to take care of the uh, the telescopes at the top before we're done. So Don't leave me trapped in this machine, Bill! <laughs> you, can, he, you see him push up, and it push up because it's still at the angle. You can step back. It's not that big of a oh. tilt. Oh, I see. Yeah, bad. Uh, I'll see you. I'll, I'll see you in a bit. So, and he ends up walking. Uh, it's like walking towards the elevator, going to the top of the stairs. So, uh, but yeah, you've seen that cloud, and the rest of you have seen them just ranting about. Uh, seen uh, uh, Matthew just ranting about something that he's seen in the cloud. So, can I please make a? Sorry, I was gonna. Can I make a history check because I want to talk about. Uh, cultures and their associations uh, and various associations with uh, high locations uh, and like death-defying feats related to them. So what are you trying to get out of this role? I just want to double check that I know that that is a thing. Okay, so go ahead and make a quick roll. I got 38 out of 60. So, uh, so I'm yeah. Gonna, you... I'm going I'm to talk about uh, I'm just going to start uh, talk, chatting about the eagle dancers uh, of the uh, Aztec uh, cultures and also the uh, there's a Polynesian tribe that also uh, oh, what is it? It's one of the islands. The Pentecosts. The Pentecosts <laughs> build these huge towers and they jump off them. So okay, so that would actually be relevant to that. So uh, yeah. yeah, Matthew's talking about some sort of uh, some sort of other weird high cult. I'm uh, talking it to Tom's Walter. character because Tom's character was uh, yeah I was over there out, over there with it so all right so you guys are in there just talk uh, looking down talking Bill's going up to the roof um, that's like Laura uh, what are you and Andrew doing oh we lose Laura uh, yeah he looks like we just lost her <laughs> so this is gonna be the night of disconnects isn't it so all right we'll wait just a second see if we can get her back in um, I'll go over to the the thingy. And take a the look. Tilt. Yeah. The tilt. 
All right, make sure I get. I will do, 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 do. invite. Hopeful about this. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why the Hangouts is deciding to be it today. Oh well, these things happen. Mm -hmm. so, oh, I know it does. So, uh, hopefully, she should be able to get back in. So. I'm back. I think, okay, there you are. So sorry right. about that. I don't know if it's Google or Chrome or my computer. I think it's Google because it again it blocked us all out and then you left as well. Like so, I so I don't think it's you. Don't worry. <laughs> so good. Um, but uh, yeah, so where we picked off again? Uh, uh, Raymond and Tom are over in the tilt enclosure right now, looking about, talking about uh, other native cultures that have death-defying feats. Yeah. Uh, feats. Uh, Bill has gone. Up. ones associated with heights. Yes. So, ones that were they'll jump off something for any particular reason. So, uh, Bill has gone up with Doctor Barnes to the roof. Uh, what are you and Andrea doing, Laura? Um, talking about pharmacology class. So, uh, and what? Oh, in particular, uh, yeah. Andrea says, "Oh God, yeah. Just I, I can't really get." That's like get behind some of the, at least the new medications, that especially these pharmaceutical reps who keep walking into the class like they own the place. Why are they even getting on campus in the first place? I do not know. Just, uh, makes me want to join doctors. Uh, no, no free lunch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning that. I'm so happy that you did. No kidding. Yeah, this is. Uh, let's take. No, it's like we just need to take a stand about that. In the meantime, I have to pass the final. Oh, so well. It, it, don't worry, you're going to do well. It's not going to be bad. I, I, you're at the top of our class anyway, so you have nothing to worry about. It doesn't make Orgo any better. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's about that time though. Uh, everybody can go ahead and make a listen check. I have that. Yay. Yes. Everybody should have that at least at a 25. Yep. Nope. I got 90 out of one out of 60, so I failed. Okay. 90 out of 55. <laughs> 94 out of 50. My ears fall off. I got a 96 out of 55. <laughs> Damn, oh, So, none of you... Okay, so none of you here... Uh, it's like none of you managed to uh, <laughs> at least hear anything at the moment. Party seems going pretty well. Uh, but at that moment, everybody needs to go ahead and make a quick sanity check. Okay. As you're talking for about 10 minutes, and you suddenly see... Let's, uh, you suddenly see something crashing through the ceiling of the tilt... Uh, next to you, Raymond and Tom. Yeah, well, I got a 70 out of uh, 64, so I'm startled and jumped the fuck back. 82 uh, out of 55. All right. Quite one out of 60. I got a 42 out of 45. So, uh, you and La uh, Laura, you and Noah succeeded? Yes. Okay. You two only lose one sanity. Uh, 63. So, Raymond and Thomas, go ahead and, let's see, this will be, 
you end up losing two. Oh, I do. I lose two. Did you say? Okay. Yes, as the object that's like next to you, what seems should be reinforced glass at the top of this to hold together, the ceiling next to you shatters as you see Bill's limp body fall through. Oh, that's gonna be more for me. So wait for it. Okay. Andre uh, Andrea seems sees what's going on as in and is screaming. I am grabbing her and pulling her back to the other side of the room and getting out my phone and calling nine one one. Okay, so you'll do that. Uh, go ahead and make a no uh, so You get out that you're making the call. Uh, go ahead and make a. Uh, I'll say this is a listen check again, since you Everyone don't have to worry about tomorrow. it. And you can get a. You can do this at a plus ten now, since you have your phone out. Okay. Thirty-five. You succeeded. Okay, uh, you pull it out. You took nine one one, and as you're listening to it, there is just a horrible a screeching buzz that's underneath the dial tone that you didn't notice before. And now that you're hearing it, you you actually can you underneath the voices of everybody else around the room, you can hear that any other electronic uh, electronic device that's in the room seems to be emanating this hum or is flickering. That's not good. Everybody carries a smartphone these days. Yeah, so some something is kind of up at this point. Um, going with, between that, Raven and Tom, you are seeing uh, uh, seeing Bill's body next to you. Uh, go, uh, he seems to be com either passed out or dead, as far as you can tell. Well, i got to rush over and drag him out of the tilt thing, surely. What if the okay. other glass breaks and he falls out? Okay, so this is, uh, since, you are at, uh, since you are still at an angle and it's very, very off to get him to, uh, you'll, uh, if you and Tom are trying to get him together, you will need to go ahead and make... One moment. Where are you, character sheets? I would say this will be uh, strength times... Uh, five checks to basically get over to him. Oh, well, I'll have a 50-50 chance. Uh, what's well, Tom's character's name? Harold. Harold. Ha Harold, get over here! I need your help! We're gonna save Bill! How did he... What? How did he even get up there? Who knows? Just get over here! Okay. I'm so... Gonna, I'm gonna make that strength times five check. I guess I will too. I got a 12, which is a success. All right, so... If this was Eclipse Phase, I would have failed horribly. All right, so basically it was to get over to him since you're at an angle and pull him out. Uh, but you, uh, since you did it, Ray will be the only one to notice. Uh, to go ahead and make a spot hidden check All as right. you're pulling out. Yes, yes, I succeeded. I got a 10 out of 60. <laughs> All right, oh, that's a critical. Uh, as you're picking him up, you note you feel his body, and it almost feels like he is just completely covered in static electricity. It just shocks you almost the minute that you get him, that you start pulling him away, and you see that there seems to be what appear to be irritated red marks all over his body, uh, but more specifically that there's one very pronounced one at his, that's uh, like on his head. Uh, around his forehead. Reason, I've got the song Give Me Fever stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as you pull, that's uh, like, as you pull him out, um, you, you cannot, that's like, he doesn't seem like he is breathing. So, 
I'm going to yell for Olivia to stay with Andrea and brush over uh, because I'm part of the EMT uh, crew on, on campus, and I need to do that. Absolutely. So, yeah, you can run over there uh, once he's pulled them out, so you'll be able to do that here in a second. Uh, Noah, what are you doing? Uh, what is what is Andrea's current condition? Is she, like, freaking out? Is there, like, can, can I do, like, a, a persuade or something to calm her down? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, probably for not persuade. Do you have psychology? Uh, I have the base psychology, so 5%. Yeah, for yeah, you can give that a try for reassuring. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I got a sixty-two out of five. <laughs> um, but if you want to right now, you can go ahead and make an idea roll. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, I pass. All right, you do pass. So, uh, Miss, uh, you realize something that Doctor Barnes was also up there with. Yeah, uh, Bill, and you have not heard from him. Um, yeah, I will run upstairs real quick and okay. see. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're on the top observation deck, so it's just a quick hop up to the <laughs> top one. So you will be able to get there th this next turn. Okay. Um, uh, so I will go back. Uh, Thomas, Tom, what are you doing? Uh, still trying to get over to Bill, <laughs> I guess. Okay. I, at this point, uh, I'll say you'll be able to go ahead and pull yourself up, but go ahead and make another spot and notice check as you're pulling yourself out. All right. Nope. 66. 66? All right. You were too panicked by the situation, so you will not be able... That's like so you were taken out that. Um, so you do pull yourself out. Uh, it's about this time, though, uh, like, eh, right before you get to them, that's... Everybody in the room, it really feels your skin starts feeling like it's itching. That and it's that it's not really that uh, one like something that's underneath your skin, but something like something is touching you, or as you were as uh, Ray, you were pulling out Bill's body. That almost static charge that you were feeling before, it's just making your skin feel irritated all over. Oh, I thought it might have been spiders. I thought we might be covered in spiders. <laughs> no. But about this time, so uh, go ahead. You can go ahead, and I would say go ahead. You can make a medicine roll, Laura. Once since you're now over at Bill. I am also handing off my phone to uh, Tom's character and saying, "Stay on the line and relay everything I tell them." Um, you. Okay. Do I want a medicine roll or a first aid roll? Um, this will be medicine to at least diagnose him because you've seen you assume it's blunt trauma, but you're seeing the red marks all over him, so you don't know what it is at the moment. So this will be to diagnose to see if he's at least able to be helped. Twenty-one. Um, if he's not breathing, I would start CPR immediately. Okay. So yeah, he has obvious. Yeah, he has no pulse, so uh, he is warm. So you can go ahead and try to do that. Okay, so. I'm going to start humming Staying Alive and do CPR. <laughs> 31. 31. Uh, that is, uh, that's like, that is a success. You were putting air into his lungs, but uh, you see that uh, it's like, even as you're going through the motions, you realize that probably about five minutes in to now doing this, he actually has no autonomic, uh, autonomic responses. He is... Um, yeah, uh, he is not breathing at all on his own, and 
it's it, it what you've realized from this, uh, and I'll say from the successful medicine check, is that he's exhibiting signs of somebody who's been dead probably a couple hours, at least physically. What? Make a sanity check. Where the hell are the EMTs? <laughs> so. Twenty-two. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take that. So, uh, yeah, Laura, definitely go ahead and make your sanity check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All right. Uh, you will lose one off of that because this is not anything that you've seen, and he just left what almost appeared to be at this point about twenty minutes ago from the time that he went up there to now trying to revive him. He should still be in a state where you could pull him back if this what is. And as far as you can tell, still, whatever is what is wrong with him is nothing related to the blunt force trauma that he obviously suffered coming down. Right. So this has been taking off. So we'll leave you guys there for a second. Uh, Noah. Yes. You reach the top of the building. Okay. So, and uh, you see that uh, there are the telescopes that are set up. On that's like on the top of it, um, of the platform, and uh, go ahead and make your spot hidden check. Okay. Nope, I fail. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, actually, I would. S uh, you're not I seeing got... anything else. At, you're not seeing Doctor Barnes out here at all. Okay. So where he is, but he should still be on the roof. So do you call for him, or are you? Uh, yeah, I will call for Dr. Barnes, you know, Dr. Barnes, Dr. Barnes, where are you? We, we have an emergency. All right, go ahead and make a listen check. This one will be at a plus 20. Plus 20, all right. Dr. Barnes, Dr. Barnes, calling Dr. Barnes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I pass. It's a 59 out of 75. All right. Uh, you hear what appears to be his voice whimpering around one of the... Uh, at least the, the uh, long basin of one of the radio towers on top of it. Uh, running over there, he is just huddled. His knees are pulled up to his uh, chest, and chest. he is rocking back and forth, muttering to himself. And um, and also, if you can notice, he seems to be scratching his arms all over. Um, I'm going to uh, call out his name. Like, run over to him, call his name, and uh, if he's not responsive, I'm going to give him a little shake. And, like, grab his shoulders and give him, like, a little... No, you back at him and scream, you're getting hysterical. Okay, uh, since you're at least trying to get up, him up and around, I will say you can go ahead and make a, a, a base first aid check to see if it'll kind of snap him out of his catatonic state. Nope, that is a fail. It's 68 out of 30. No, uh, you don't. Okay, yeah, he's pretty much where he is at the moment. However, uh, you can make one final spot hidden check. Uh, this one will be at a plus ten. Okay. Uh, I roll an odd five out of fifty-five. Oh, <laughs> sanity check. Yeah. <laughs> Stop seeing things. It's not good for you. Twenty-seven out of forty-four. All right, so this one will only be, uh, let's see, you only lose two. But as, you, you un, as you're shaking him, you notice that even though he's not like he is non-responsive, he is staring what appears to be straight up. And as you look in the direction, you suddenly see what 
the uh, it's like what appears to be some sort of luminescent cloud that doesn't that shouldn't be there. It doesn't show. It doesn't follow the form of any other one. And what appears to be what, from a distance, you would have possibly mistaken as like a flock of birds, because you assume this would be at a distance. It appears to be some sort of hooked tendrils. It only the only thing that is relatable to it would be something like deer antlers. They just hook off in unnatural angles, and it seems to be floating above you, almost regarding you, before it completely dissipates. Hmm. What? Um, would I be able to make a physics check for the the weird glowing thing? Please. Please do. Yes! <laughs> I hope you succeed. 26 out of 61, I pass! Make a sanity check. Yeah. <laughs> Going great. 23 out of, 40, uh, out of 42. I'm still good! You No, you still do it, so... Okay. Yep. Uh, you only luckily lose one, because as you see about that, you've just lied to yourself. That can't happen. Okay. That, that must have been some sort of... Uh, that's some some sort of stress-induced hallucination because, Swamp oh calf. my god, nothing can disappear like that. Okay. Nothing should be able to move like that. So it has been, yeah. So you are now dealing with horrors of now losing your friend and seeing something on the outside of this building. Uh, about an hour passes by for all of you. You, know, uh, you managed to get Dr. Barnes down. Uh, the EMTs come. Uh, they see that uh, Laura, that you have been trying to revive Bill, but to no avail. They are coming to a very I, similar conclusions. I comfort the other twin. So, um, uh, and uh, Andrea will allow you, allow you, but it's only at a distance because she is obviously distraught. So, uh, she is not doing well. Doctor Barnes has been able to come out of his catatonia, but he's about at the same point now, seeing that his son is deceased on the floor. Uh, and at this, around this time, the, pol uh, so the police have also come around asking quest uh, to question about this. And so uh, they're gathering up the information. Uh, you have a uh, Detective Phillips on the scene from the 101st Precinct. So, and uh, he's pulled you all together. Now, let me see if I get this straight. You come up here uh, and have been uh, just for some sort of party and using, that's like, that's like using this, and you say that some, uh, it's like he just fell through? Yeah. Yep. Well, that is what happened. Okay, did, was uh, Mr. Barnes, did Mr. Barnes have any suicidal tendencies? Was he depressed? No. Absolutely not. Mm, no, not, not, not that, that I know. Cool. Nope. So, and nothing that would it's like, and nothing that should be able to uh, define why he may have fallen off here, because uh, it was not, you all know, it was actually not a particularly windy night. It was cold since it was January, but it's one of the reasons that Dr. Barnes decided to choose this night, because it was supposed to be fairly clear and calm. I mean, the so, only thing I can think of is it might have something to do with the weird cloud and birds that I saw. Maybe the birds swooped at him, uh, and he freaked out and lost his footing. Whoa, whoa, what, what are you talking about, a weird cloud? It was like this glowing cloud, but really it was the birds that I think probably caused it, because, like, how would a cloud knock you off a building? You know, I think I saw the same thing. 
But I don't I don't think that was birds. It was something I don't know. Maybe it was like bats. They were really weird looking. You know, antler bats. Yeah. <laughs> Battlers. Oh yes, the antler bats. Uh, officer, to my knowledge, neither of them are on any ph- pharmaceuticals. I was gonna make a similar joke. Oh. Uh, so, uh, it looks. Yeah, he's looking around for this look. Uh, this is obviously a stressful time for you. These your friends, I understand, but uh, we we don't have time for flights of fancy here. So we're gonna do an flights autopsy. We'll see what we can pull. Yes, flights of fancy. They're called delusions, kid. Well, we're I just gonna... your 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 ling, your lingo is a bit strange. What what decade are you from, officer? <laughs> I say that in character because fuck yes. Uh, he's ignoring you because he's he's had too many smart mouth people to deal <laughs> smart ass people to deal with at this point. The 1950s call. They want their lingo back. And he actually starts addressing you, Laura. Look, we will go ahead and do the not to, like do the examinations. Uh, we will get back to you, but I uh, uh, since you are at least are close to the family, apparently. Uh, we That's like we're going to keep in touch because it looks like your teacher's going to be not in the state, uh, right state at this moment. So if you need to have any more information or anything else, he pulls out a card and gives it to you. Thank Please you. let us know. I'm going to take Andrea home now. So, Do you need uh, help? No. Okay. Too so. soon, man. Too soon. Yeah. yeah. What? She might need, you know... Stuff and things. When we need a grocery run, I'll tell you. All right, you know where I am. <laughs> so, but you'll go. You can go ahead and do that, and Doctor Barnes will be is consenting because he's coming to his own right mind. But uh, he's decided. Yeah, you. That's like to allow to be driven to this home. So you will. You can go ahead. And, he's not being uh, into the hospital. So, uh, he is. That's like he seems to have come out of his state at this moment. So it, it, t- it took about thirty minutes, and it's about one a.m. now. So it, over overall, the investigation and taking this was about two hours. But uh, after the EMTs looked him over, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with him at this point. He knows what happened to his son. So, and nobody has informed his wife yet. Oh, so, you guys have lockouts in the states where bars won't let anyone in after a certain time. Uh, uh yeah. it close around 2 a.m., I think? Yeah. Sweet! So, night's still young, gents. Want to go, uh, you know, leave Bill? you? <laughs> I, Damn. You know, you've taken the other guys home. I'm suggesting we go have a wake. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find so. someone new now that Bill's gone. Hey, that's too soon. <laughs> I loved Bill. <laughs> I, I just I don't so, want to be alone right now yeah, I say as I put my hand on one of the other guys <laughs> actually oh, one of them's a girl isn't it Olivia yes I'm a girl Noah's yeah. playing Olivia God <laughs> Ray you're you're kind of be- you're you're kind of going for the skeeviest character in any Cthulhu game I've played so, are you gonna be the one to die first some Awesome. I'm sorry, Tom. Can you say that again, please? I said, is Raymond going to be the one who dies first, or is he going to be the one who survives? We, you never know. It's a Cthulhu game. So <laughs> that'd be a great pickup line if I survived. You know, uh, 
but so before... big of unspeakable horror. Uh, but I will say, yeah, you've you you realize that you um yeah Tom and uh, it's like Noah, you realize that you've seen something just very very strange. Um, that does not make it seems to make any sense whatsoever. So, uh, if you want to, like I said, you can ask everybody else with what they want to do afterwards to meet up because this, if it could be the form of a wake or something, because uh, Doctor Barnes and Andrea want to be with their family at this point at at, at this. So, what is your next steps now? The police have gone by the wayside. If nobody else is going to come. Come out drinking, then I will. Uh, I'm going to go home uh, and try and sleep off these unspeakable horrors. Um, I say let's let's go the wake route and let's drink off these unspeakable horrors. Yes, let's. Good idea. Well, we Leo. are in college, so. Oh. All right. So you three, uh, Laura, what will you be doing after you drop Andrea off? Um, I will be seeing if they want me to stick around and. Do whatever they need, um, but if they don't, I will head home and go to sleep. Okay. Somebody just died on me. <laughs> we need a designated driver, though. Oh, we'll just, uh, we'll just call a cab. We've got credit. I've got credit rating forty-five. Surely I could just call a cab. Okay. Oh, sure. So, all right. I well, know. I say that. Yeah, you. Uh, uh, Noah, Ray, and Tom, you can find some bar that is uh, like on a slide and out of the way. That's a little more quiet to your discussion. Uh, but before we get to you guys, uh, Laura, you do manage to get both uh, Andrea and Dr. Barnes home. Mm-hmm. So That'll give me time to think um, of a name for the bar. You're going in there. Uh, it looks like uh, Dr. Barnes' wife is actually out of town. She was on another lecture tour, so um, Andrea is immediately getting on the phone to talk to her. Um, Dr. Barnes is just sitting down there. He has a, a glass of scotch out and just seems to be kind of looking at it absentmindedly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you can go ahead and I'll say you, c- you can make a spot hidden check. Okay, I have a Yes, 15. 15, all right. I impale that, just. Yep, you did. So uh, you actually see two things that are at least a little bit odd to you. Um, As you look around, uh, as you're looking at him, he's rolled up his sleeves and taken off his jacket because he's just out of Mm -hmm. it and trying to somehow relax. Um, You see that the over his arms there appear to be the similar red marks that were on um, Bill's body that all over his one, and it didn't look like he was from, it just looked like red irritated skin around it. And in addition to that, um, you're also uh, not only feeling that kind of static electricity charge that was around him as well, but smelling something that almost is akin to kind of burning ozone. It's just a very, very faint smell. Um, I am going to go over to Dr. Barnes and try and uh, lean or crouch down so you know I'm in front of him and ask him what happened to his arms. So uh, he looks, uh, you see he's just kind of staring in there, but he's muttering just a little bit underneath his breath. So you might, oh, go ahead. New. Okay, what were you rolling? Yes. No, I rolled a 95 over 
over 50. I do not hear what he says. Okay, so you don't hear... Okay, Arn, listen. You don't see what it is. Um, you can either... You might be able... Do you have Persuade on your sheet? Sorry, I forgot. Uh, persuade. At base, I have Psychology, though. You do have Psychology. Go ahead and use that. So. Don't fail me now, Dice. 26! Under 50. All right. Um, you know that... Yeah, yeah, this... Obviously, this is the symptoms of somebody who... That's like this actually is not along those lines of somebody who may have actually been suffering the loss that he has. You're actually because uh, you've seen some of the people in this, some of the studies that you've done before. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, this is what he's uh, seeing me like is somebody who's seen something just god awful that has put him into a state of catatonia, and this is. Uh, it's like, and this is beyond maybe even seeing his own son committing suicide. This is just, it's shattered him. So you might, if you decide right now, if you might ask him about at least Bill a little bit and maybe push, he might give you a little more information. I will do that because letting it fester is bad. So psychology? Um, I would say this will be a persuade, but since you know what might be, at least at the base of this is, uh, that will be at a plus 30, since you can at least, you have Bill's memory, essentially, to kind of push him. 18! I made okay. it! Oh, wow. So, you, has you kind of coax, well, what do you say to him specifically to kind of bring out the information? Oh. Oh dear. Uh, Dr. Barnes, what, what happened to your arms? Did, did whatever happened to Bill, did, did it happen to you? Uh, I, I tried to grab him. I, I, we were, he was at the telescopes. I, I, I was adjusting it to get a better view of the meteor shower and he was coming up behind me, and then he just floated upward. It, it's like he took a step in the air I, and was hanging. I didn't see it. I, I tried to pull him, but as soon as I did, it felt like my skin was on fire, just the itching. And then I saw, and then as I looked up, I saw what it, is, what it looked like. It, something had hooked him and was just keeping him there as he was convulsing. And he didn't scream. He just hung there until he would it the that hook flung him over the edge like a piece of bait just oh oh my god what oh, am I gonna yeah. tell Martha not that so <laughs> okay I tried, I tried I tried grabbing him but it it as it let him go it scraped against me too and just felt like my skin was on fire I know I know you did everything you could and I'm moving the scotch away from him now. So he doesn't even seem to notice it at this point. That's good. So he's just kind of in, and it's at that point where Andrea comes in, says, "I'm, I, I've called my mother. She's, she's on the first flight back okay. right now. She's already canceled it. So, uh, but thank you again so much. She gives you a hug. I'll, I'll let you know when the funeral arrangements are. Thank you." So, let me know if I can do anything. Groceries, arrangements, phone calls, whatever. 
Uh, absolutely, yeah. We'll 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 definitely let you know. So, uh, she excuses herself and let lets you out into the night. Uh, but yeah, Doctor Barnes has seen something that uh, he's not explaining. <laughs> so, or it sounds a little bit weird. Well, I was dealing with that static electricity coming off a bill, so I'm not going to dismiss that out of hand. Okay. So, uh, but you know what? There, uh, it's like there in the morning. So uh, you know where your other three friends are, if you're wanting to see them for that. Uh, but you can decide what move you'd like to make next here in a second. Uh, all right, uh, Ray, Noah, and Tom. Where? That's like, what are you discussing? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sorry, I was looking up uh, possible names for bars. Oh, is that where the electric pissing dragon came from? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I was wondering why that was in the chat. Electrified <laughs> pissing dragon. Okay. Um. Yeah. There's there's one in Melbourne called uh, Naked for Satan, and I'm thinking maybe I could do maybe I could do blowjobs for another kind of god would be. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say right now, just for out of convenience, um, you're over uh, since it's Chicago, you're at the thin blue line. So oh, I was thinking nice. yellow sign, but that's a different kind of game. <laughs> yep. So, but you've been right. able to get your drinks. So, and it's fairly quiet again. It's around at this point. It's around one thirty. So, uh, it's getting close to where some of the other bars are closed. You don't have a lot of time, but well, it's awake. So, of course, we're having scotch. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Uh, uh, yeah. You. Yeah. At least uh, Tom and Noah, you've seen something very odd, though. Yes. That you can't really explain. Um, did you did you see the thing, the the, saw, the weird like glowing cloud thing? and birds? Yeah, you you mean that weird? No, I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, like it it looked like weird sort of like hook antler. That's like the easiest way I could describe it. And like I saw the cloud and all that, but it was like along with it. It was really weird. That could you weird. draw it? Um, I could attempt to draw it. Was I don't have an art skill? Damn it! Um, grab a you napkin can, and a pen. <laughs> so, but you can make other descriptions. Um, although if you think there's any other research checks, they could pull that out. Although, uh, it, go ahead, Noah. Go ahead and make an idea check. Idea, okay. Twenty out of eighty. All right. You realize a couple things uh, from where you were standing on the building. One, where the telescopes were set up, mm -hmm. that was at that's like that was around where the tilt um, platform was on the building. So basically, directly underneath it. Okay. But it was set far enough back that there should not have been any kind of risk of uh, him going over the edge. There's uh, there was at least a waist high wall preventing them going through. And the way he fell, because, uh, and I would say, you can go ahead and make a physics check on this now. Alright. Ooh. Uh, 61 out of 61! Oh, yeah, okay. For a success. Uh, you actually see that the way he came down, and that was also tempered glass, too. Mm-hmm. He wow, could okay. not get enough, he should not have had enough velocity to be able to go through that at all if he had just even jumped down. And also, if he had hit it, it, he should have just slid off and then gone down the rest of the uh, 1,200 feet of the building. Maybe so, he was he, thrown through the glass. 
I mean, so. even if he was thrown, though, I don't think, like, unless it was the thing, the, the weird antler thing. I'm telling you, it was birds. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you if you if whatever that thing was there could actually be, that's, like, what it actually is. So uh, Could we make natural history checks to see if anything comes up? What are you specifically trying to look for? Um, hmm. Uh, I'd like to look for possibly, like, any other instances of, like, weird glowing clouds, stuff like that. See if there's anything in... Uh, well, you wouldn't find... I would say right now, yeah, for a glowing cloud, you would have no idea with that. Um, but you... It's like, but there could be other instances in this case that uh, it's like that you could look over because, again, you you realize too that um, I would say every all three of you can go ahead and make idea checks. All right. Uh, twenty three out of eighty. I'm just feeling yeah. all my checks. <laughs> all right, and Ray, what'd you get? Uh, sorry, what was the roll again? Uh, this is an idea check. Okay. I failed by one point. <laughs> okay. So uh, you realize, uh, Ray, that uh, this is... Uh, or sorry, no, uh, that um, they've... Realistically, the number of deaths in Chicago where an accidental fall has occurred, whether it be on a construction site, uh, jumping off a skyscraper, or even... That's, or just uh, somebody falling off, maybe doing some sort of urban exploration excursion, mm-hmm. is pretty low, because there are the number of people who do commit suicide every year by jumping, mm-hmm. but accidental ones, that's kind of almost unheard of. So, mm-hmm. at, least on a re- at least on a regular basis, they will happen, but... That might, uh, but this is this is a case that's seeming even weird by your stand, uh, seeming weird, and especially with somebody who one you knew wasn't suicidal, and right. two has been uh, looked like he was thrown off a building with, uh, it's like with such force that he shouldn't have been there to begin with. Hmm. Huh. Um. I would like to do either computer use or maybe do a library use to see if I can go through like some older like news articles or something like that and see if I can find any of these any cases of people like falling off of buildings in like the past, I don't know, let's say six months or so. Okay. Like, not suicides or anything like that, just pure accident. Okay. Just searching uh, on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, if there's yeah. been any news articles or reportings of stuff like that happening. Okay, uh, you can go ahead and do that, although uh, it at this point, uh, the bar, that's like the bartender says, alright guys, your last round's up, you need to get out, so. So it's about 2, about 2.30 in the morning now. Okay. So, uh, come on, man, can't we push it a little bit? <laughs> Look, man, I got it, uh, I got my things to do, so. You, right you guys, ahead. Yeah, I, I know you're you <laughs> So, but you've My had this off, so... My parents said not to bribe people anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> but about this time. So, uh, but yeah, you've pretty much gotten all you can from at least the night, but you do have the idea from this, so... Okay. You're kicking out, and you can, guys can go ahead and go to sleep. Um, you all do have a class the next morning, so... Uh, what class is it? 
So, uh, do, 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 do. actually, I'll say this is Dr. Barnes' astronomy class. So it was actually the next the, the next day. So you're and you all have at least things that you have that you need to pull out of it because you know it's definitely canceled. <laughs> but I was gonna say, um, like, people, if it's Barnes, I don't think we need to go. But everybody else is there, kind of. Uh, but uh, message was going up. Uh, I would say. That's uh, once uh, I would say Laura got the message out and Andrea uh, that there's kind of a impromptu mem- uh, it's an impromptu memorial gathering of the other students in the class. All right, <laughs> so okay. friends of Bill, so uh, you're able to gather together to take care of that. So if you want to, that's like and you can share the information or research. So I would say at this point, Noah, you can make you specifically can make your role for that. Okay. Um, do I want to use computer use or library use? Um, I would allow either in this case, since uh, you. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll allow either in this case, just because it's a general research. Okay. Aaron. A digital library. Oh. All right. Yes, Laura. I would like to um, do a research in the medical um, area of the library for um, anything. That produces um, those marks on human skin like that. Thinking we'll start uh, with electricity. Okay. Yeah, you can. And I can say you can do the research there because you all have access to the. Uh, that's like the college's database from where you are, so you could do that together. Does Claus Cthulhu have complementary skills? Um. So, in what in what way do you mean? Well, I'm. Doing library use, but I'm specifically looking for medicine stuff, so I, I would think my medicine skill would apply. Yes, okay, in that case, yes. If it is more re- reference, referential to medicine, I will allow that. So. Well, then I'd rather go with the library use, because that's a better number. <laughs> okay, no problem. Uh, I, I, I see what she was asking. She was asking if because she has medicine use... Oh, medicine, so oh, the plus, oh, the plus right. on there. Um, actually, in this case, since you are looking at a specific metal one, I will give you a plus 10 on that, so... Uh, that works. Yeah. Okay. I succeed. Not an impel. Okay. So you will have that. And Noah, what did you get? I got a fifty-one out of fifty-five for my library use. Fifty-one out of fifty-five. All right. Um, when actually, in, uh, it's like since you're researching this, uh, first off, on Laura, uh, you actually look through the uh, county database and see that uh, there have been at least two deaths. That seem to have involved uh, the that's involved some of uh, the similar markings that you've seen on here within the last two weeks. Uh, one of them uh, involved where are you name where are you name a construction worker named Mickey Shea, who and that's like cause of death was uh, considered to be blunt force trauma after falling off of a construction site on. On a high rise, uh, but the medical examiner seems to have uh, like shown that he had inexplicable red marks all over his body that did not uh, that were not concurrent either with uh, friction uh, friction based less, uh, friction rashes or anything else. So it was unexplained on that. Uh, the other one, and I will that's like the other one uh, which. Uh, you end up pulling up Noah for mm-hmm. uh, people who are falling off on here. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, is a uh, like woman named Nanette uh, Shana, uh, Shana Gesmi, uh who was an equity trader 
who ended up falling off, uh, apparently falling off of her uh, balcony, which was at a high rise that also had a pool. She was swimming, and it was considered apparent suicide because she just jumped off. So. Hmm. So, other than that, so that's the two things that you end up finding out from your both of your research checks. Okay. I, I was looking for um, more anything in medical literature of similar types of rashes. What? Oh, those rashes. Okay, I'm sorry. So, but you did get a success on that one. And um, what you've actually seen is that the rashes that you're describing yeah. are apparently more along the lines of electrical burns than they are any kind of friction. Yeah, I was afraid of that. So, this is, yeah, and seeing, that's like, and seeing as when you brought Bill's body in, um, all the telescopes you had up there were analog ones. Uh, even if they could produce him enough of a charge to be able to do something, he was nowhere near anything that could give him that amount of burns over his body. Mm -hmm. What if it's like a lightning jellyfish? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably I it. Going to start looking up electric eels. Electric eels. <laughs> Flying eels, of course. <laughs> so, which you can't. That's I, like. I am sure that some idiot has gotten close enough to an electric eel in water that there's medical literature on what happens when electric eels zap people. <laughs> So yeah, you can go ahead and research that, and I will say yeah, this is your this is it. what you're seeing on there is again concurrent on it, but it does bring up the problem though that as far as we know there are no air electric eels. <laughs> so, but they're all around Chicago. Ah, but they're all flying fish. <laughs> um, I mean, I would like to let uh, Allison, Lover's character, know um, the stuff that I've found. Uh, yeah, you're all together and kind of the moral okay. class. So, oh, I, so you guys, I yeah, can so get my electrical repair to know. Like, was there any faulty wiring there that could have caused it? Uh, go ahead and make that roll. My best skill. Let's hope I don't fail. Twenty-two. You know I succeed. Twenty-two. All right. Uh, no, for a matter of fact, you don't. That's rem like nothing on there uh, could have been able to create that burns unless you're actually just ripping. Oh, that's like ripping wires off of electrical equipment and then shocking yourself with it. That is pretty much the equivalent of it. However, uh, with that success, I will say you can also get an idea check. Oh boy, this is gonna go great. Seventeen. Yes. Uh, you remember the interference that was that's uh, like you suddenly kind of remember the interference that was happening last night. That all around the area there was just a lot of disruption with uh, any of the electronics you had, the smartphones, uh, the televisions, anything else would just seem to be emitting a hum, some weird hum. Do oh, I know ghosts. what could cause that? Ghosts. Oh, ghosts! Of course. Well, the only thing that sorry, you my character has a cult use, so <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna do that in a minute. Okay, oh, so you can go ahead and roll that. But yeah, at this point, you can go ahead and discuss just what you may have saw or what this is, what you think may have been going on, though. Um, so while so while all the others are uh, going over their research and stuff, uh, Matthew is laying on a laying on a, a couch in the study room, uh, and then all of a sudden uh, stands up. Uh, after saying, what if it's ghosts, and what if it's a flying jellyfish? 
and then walks off to a different part of the uh, library uh, and is going to go check the occult section uh, <laughs> and, and look up the occult history of Chicago, which he's studied before, uh, but he's just going to take a refresher and with uh, this new lens. Why, we've got these lovely books on loan from Miss Katonic. Uh, I got so. a 32 out of 45. Out of human skin. I got a 32 out of 45, so I succeed. Okay. Uh, so, unfor unfortunately, looking into Chicago, uh, you're not seeing anything that... Uh, that's like any kind of uh, occult legends or um, urban legends about the... Uh, it's like the area that would be concurrent with a uh, flying, uh, flying cloud with hooks in it. So Does Chicago uh, have, like, an occult newsletter or zine it that someone does. puts there? So, uh, with this, uh, yeah, you probably would have that, but overall, uh, you know that most of the other... Uh, the only occult ones there is just dealing with... Uh, again, f stories that might be falsified. This is just the na uh, it's like this is just like the National Enquirer or the National the, the World Weekly News for anything else. So, but uh, but yeah, this is probably the, but the baseline information that you've had so far to be able to get gathered together as you're waiting because the actual memorial service for Bill will be in a couple days um, is that. He seemingly died, again, of injuries that he should not have been able to die from. Um, he was, uh, it's like, Andrea, you know that, uh, it's like he was, or see, Allison, he was dead on the scene. Mm -hmm. So, as far as he could pull off, having burns that should not have been on his body. And you can, us uh, like, and for the others who saw whatever that was, that it seems to be some sort of creature that faded into the mists. And then coalesced again. Hmm. So, I come um, back to the group. So, was it a ghost? I don't think it was a ghost. But maybe we should ask the cops if we can have a look at the medical thing, I, the autopsy file. Uh, if you want, that's like you may be able to do that. Um, I. That's well, like you do have a med student within your midst who might be able to get. I've got a credit rating of footy. I knew you were going to use please, credit rating. Please, please do not try and bribe Chicago cops. They'll probably take it. It's fine. Do I you not say, understand how the machine works? Aren't all cops in America crooked? <laughs> no, not all cops. <laughs> um, could I somehow I'm an outstanding contact. white person? <laughs> Can uh, I? <laughs> He knows about this stuff. He's in Chicago. Ken Hyde, Ken Hyde's an old one in this universe. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, um, did, the, uh, did the burns that he sustained, like both of them, do they look like the, uh, the, uh, the lightning scar tattoos? Have you seen those? The, the weird fractal uh, scarring? Yeah, trauma tattoos. Uh, no, they do not. Again, these uh, appear, they just appear to be red, uh, it's like red irritated abrasions. Okay. So, okay. so um, they don't look like jellyfish stings either, then. No. So not flying jellyfish. like, um, electric, electricity, you know, entered one spot and exited another? Yeah, so, um, although... wire, Yeah. Okay. So that adds kind of look on there, um, although, uh, you can also go ahead and do one more medicine check, Laura. Uh. 
Yep. I could. Nope. Okay. Oh no, I've got lore. I'll Ooh. try it. I have it at five percent. <laughs> I read a medical book one time. The the autopsy won't be complete yet. Um, yeah. That's a good point. We should wait a couple of days. And while we wait a couple of days, I'm going to make a law check. So, no, sorry, uh, continue, guys. Can uh, is there any chance we'd be able to go back up to the top of the uh, the building, or would they have uh, coordinated off? It'd be a crime scene. Yeah, it is a crime scene, and also because that's uh, like also, I would say uh, we're probably all under investigation. Yeah, well, it's at the moment right now they've not. You've uh, uh, this is actually common because I would say the police have just been notifying you. You are not under under suspicion of homicide at the moment. So, um, <laughs> again, they've they've seen weird things at this point. Um, but you do have at least a couple. Uh, but yeah, you realize that you're seeing a couple weird leads on here. Um, if you want, you can possibly uh, question the medical examiner if you can, because you do have a med student on hand that could, uh, like that could possibly look into that as well. And so, uh, but also, which is another one option as well. Yes, uh, you realize that him with talk about internships, and then we could sneak into his office while he's looking the other way, or she, or she. So, um, but if you, but yeah, you do have another uh, those options. Uh, you realize, uh, Noah, that you also have seen an entity that is just violating every all the laws of physics by the way it moves, if that it was a thing at all. Right. So you could do more research to see about what that like that might be about, um, or. I would say, since Raymond, that you did get the idea. You didn't see anything out of the uh, it's like within the occult stories of the Chicago area, uh, but that couldn't rule out the possibility that it could be occult in nature either. Maybe so, I should maybe I should widen my search. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I could look at. Uh, oh, maybe I could maybe I could look at Native American uh, myths. So we're in America. Okay. Uh, I would, um, while he's doing that, I would actually like to go to the physics department and consult with some of like the other like physics students and teachers and stuff like that, see if they've heard of anything or could explain something like that. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and do that. So we'll, uh, we'll segment this off to make sure everybody has there. So, um, Laura, what are you wanting to do? I will attempt to talk to the medical examiner, mentally thinking this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea. <laughs> we'll just okay. try and set up an internship or something, and then segue into... Oh, by the way, what happened on that rooftop the other day? You know. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. You can go ahead. All right, you, so uh, Laura will be going to that. So, no, you're wanting to go to... That's like to your head of your department to see if he has if they have anything for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you will be doing that, Ray. You can do that. Uh, well, you can go ahead and examine to see if there's anything from the occult side of that. Uh, Tom, what are you going to do? Um, I am going to go. Uh, I'm gonna like would any of my electrical engineering books have like risks of building stuff up high, like lightning stuff? Like maybe that's what happened. He was near yeah, a lightning maybe. rod up there. Ball lightning. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, Saint I will Elmo's go... fire? Yes, yeah. that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, you do see... Uh, actually, if you want to make an electrical engineering roll... 
All right. Right now, I will go ahead and allow for that. All right. I succeed. Thirty-nine out of sixty. Thirty-nine out of sixty. Uh, yeah, that's you know for a fact that all the skyscrapers have lightning rods on top of them. They're insulated and safe to make sure of that. Was um, he near one? So no, he was nowhere near any of those. The so, building does have floors. But, uh, yeah, they have, uh, so, yeah, there was no way that he could have, uh, like, that any kind of electrical discharge could possibly take that out on here. Um, so, yeah, you're, you can't really see if there's anything along the building alongside of it. Um, however, since you do have knowledge of at least there was some sort of mechanical issue that could have caused a discharge, uh, excuse me, a discharge, uh, you may want to go along with Allison to see if there's anything else you could uh, say on the body, since okay. you do have more intimate knowledge of that. I'll go with her. Okay, and so, all right, you two will be heading down to the morgue, and so, and we'll get to that in a second. All right, this, Noah. This may not, this may not matter, but okay. uh, in the building's history, the upper floor occupants have suffered motion sickness uh, when the building swayed in the wind. Could be related to how he fell off. Just putting it out there. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's gonna be that oh, that other falling death as well. So, uh, but we'll all right. We'll go ahead and get to that here in a second. Uh, Noah, yes, you go to the head of your department. So, mm -hmm. this will be Doctor Carlson. Okay. And that's like he greets you uh, immediately. Says no, I'm that apologizes and his condolences because he knew you were friends with uh, Bill Barnes. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, and asks what he can do for you. Well, um, this is only kind of related, but have you ever heard of, and then I'll describe the what I saw, the weird cloud, the glowing cloud, with the strange like hook-like things coming out of it, and, and just describe all of that in as vivid detail as I can. Um, and see if he's heard of anything similar like that, if that's something that would even be possible in any sort of means, stuff like that. All right. Um, go ahead. I would say just to, uh, uh, it's like to correctly describe what you've seen and in relation to how it's violating laws of physics, go ahead and make your physics roll. 17 out of 61. So, all right. Uh, yeah, you immediately... It's like he kind of is taken aback by what you're describing, and just oh, seeing that there's some sort of, I would say, great entity that was just fading into the background like that, or at least missed. Um, he's not seeing anything else that would be able to look at that. Although you did mention some of the electrical disturbances, right? And um, he ends up talking about. Uh, some a researcher down at, uh, from a researcher uh, named where are you at book 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 sorry for getting the page this was on so let's see Ah, uh, here we go. A uh, Dr. Ostrakal, uh, uh, who is a uh, researcher over at a, uh, a lab about 40 miles outside of Chicago called Fermilab. So, oh, I know uh, that. that. 
uh, particularly uh, they're known also for doing some uh, recently doing some experiments with uh, it's like experiment uh, experiments with their own particle collider so oh. and they realize that they, that's like they realize that some of the readings that you are the readings that you were describing or at least the feelings on there seem a little bit concurrent to what one of the experiments was bringing up because they had published it in a paper but it seemed to uh, so just to go nowhere it was pretty much ignored so okay for the most part, since it ultimately didn't produce any other results that uh, at least uh, answerable results. So, right, certainly didn't open a hell portal or anything. Um, no. Uh, okay. Uh, do they allow visitors? Um, they do. Uh, it's like uh, they probably will, but uh, you'll need to make a call first ahead of time to see if you can do that. And it's also a fairly long trip out outwards. So, okay. uh, you. You can definitely call if you want. So, but uh, going out there. Trip. Yeah, I would actually like to give them a call at some point and see about if I can set up an appointment to go out there, um, and then I'll let the others know. So, if they would like to come along, they certainly can. But okay, so we'll go ahead and take on there. Um, all right, and we'll get back to that. Raymond, uh, can, you can go ahead and make another research check. Uh, I got a 21 for the occult check. 21 for the occult. All right. Um, you're not. It's like it's. You're not really seeing much of anything when re, uh, researching this because a lot of what you're describing is just very, very, very vague. But you do see that there is a. That's like mention out uh, from some of the. Uh, it's like some of the native tribes that actually set out that were out uh, further west. Uh, that seemed to be related to a that's a uh, name of a creature called a sugawemi. That's the only thing that you get off of it. Hmm. Uh, and then this is referred uh, referred to it as a uh, that's like just that's the only name that you can pretty much get off of it. So, and it se that seems to be an, eth an ethereal elk. Of of lore, but mm. that's pretty much it. But it seems to be nothing else in there. It's just that's uh, there's no description of what it meant within uh, within the particular religions of these uh, Native Americans of their own spirituality. It's just some entity. Is there an occult uh, bookstore in town? Uh, yes, but this is. Uh, you also realize that you're going through the University of Illinois' libraries, which they're fairly thorough, and any occult bookstore that you go to is probably not going to be able to fill this, so or even tell you that much about it. So, I just thought that there might be like a a strange conspiracy nut that ran the store that might have some information. So, uh, no, from that. Although you can go ahead and make an idea check, though. All right, our dear check it is. I got a 54 out of 70, which is a success. All right. Uh, yeah, you realize also a cult store is, yeah, probably not going to be able to do anything else out for you. And also, most of those stores are just, you know, catering to more of the current, uh, it's like current time kind of, you know, gothic uh, Alien. crowd for the most part. So it's not, yeah, you think of almost as a joke raised book uh, occult bookstore from Ghostbusters 2. So. People, people that watch the History Channel. Yeah, um, but you realize though that there is a dedicated department uh, at at your school for Native American studies, so you might be able to look into uh, and that department and see. 
Yeah, I'm going to go talk to one of the uh, people over there. Um, okay. What so, was the name of the creature again? Uh, that was the Sugawemi. Sugawemi. Yes. Sugawemi. Sugawemi. Yes. Uh, spelled S-U-G-U-W-E-M-I. Cool. I will head over there. Um, okay. So, yeah, you're heading over there to take that. All right. And Laura and Tom. So, uh, it's prob it's the next day uh, right now where you're at, and you have arrived over at the county coroner's office. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the front desk clerk is there. Hi, that's uh, that's name is uh, Sean. Hey, uh, how may I help you? Uh, pathology, please. So, uh, yeah, I can no, hold on for a second. Uh, is there any particular reason? Are you here? Are you coming to identify a body? Um, I would like to speak with the coroner about the possibility of an internship. Oh, um, we can take a look. Don't usually get a lot of takers on, at least for the local morgue. Um, may I have your name, please? Allison. Okay, uh, and last name? Evans. Evans? Okay. So, I'll take a look. Uh, which school are you at? I'm at the, uh, University of Chicago. University of Illinois. Okay. So, all right, we'll uh, take a look on there. Gets on the phone for a second. Uh, rings up somebody. Uh, Dr. Halifax will see you in a second. Take a seat. Did you say Halifax? Halifax. <laughs> uh, yeah, and actually, if you look, ar uh, you look around, you do see that there is a posting on there specifically for a uh, Dr. Uh, Rufus, uh, Rufus Halifax M.E., so, specialty? Uh, just for uh, just medical examiner, just general pathology. Thank you. So, <laughs> uh, but you have, but it takes about ten minutes, uh, and this old, uh, it's, uh, it's like older gentleman comes out, um, uh, looks around. Are you Alice Evans? Yes. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Dr. Halifax. So, uh, what can I help you with? Um. Well. I'm a pre-med student over at the University of Illinois, and oh wow, we we don't we don't get many of you that often. Usually, you're set up more for just going into full uh, to like full med or uh, GP practices. Well, um, this is going to sound quite strange, but um, a friend of mine recently died, and um, it made me realize the importance of what you do here. So I thought I should at least investigate it as a possible path in my career. Oh, so uh, well, I see. Um, uh, although we have something, some people on our docket. Uh, may I ask who your friend is? Uh, Bill Barnes. Oh, the uh, the jumper. So. Uh, we do have him here. I've just, I just was about to get started on that. Um, that. You said you were a friend. You were a friend of his. I actually was the one performing CPR. Oh, uh, so I'm terribly yeah. sorry about that. Just I don't really see a lot of uh, see some of the cases like this. Um, but uh, on, oh, well, I, I can honestly understand just the the need for pathology, especially kind of preventing other deaths in the future, or at least helping I, I those. But I have no idea what could have. Where the those burns on his arms came from? Uh, I was actually looking about. Uh, yeah, I was actually looking about those, and it just seems odd for. That's like odd for this. So, but 
I'm not, yeah, at, but it may not be the best time, at least, to look from there, especially if you're this emotionally attached to the case. Um, Laura, go ahead and roll psychology. Why is my psychology better than my medicine? <laughs> 47! You got it? Okay. Uh, you see that he's just fiddling a little bit. It, it seems like he might be holding back something. Uh, and this is more than just nervousness of dealing with the uh, like the friends or relations of the people he's you know cutting open. And this is where player runs into things the character would know how to do and doesn't know how to do on their own. Okay. <laughs> so, well, okay. What what are you wanting to do? So. Um. So we can help you through. We can help you through this one. So what are? Because you see that he obviously is kind of holding something back, at least with the information that he's giving you, or not really wanting to engage you that much. So yeah. Um. Well, that honestly seems normal to me. Um. Well, I would say um about things on a open investigation, but a promise to share the information when he's done would be great. So, um, for, that, uh, for that one, I would say uh, he kind of shifts his feet looking down. Well, again, unless you're specifically family, uh, I would not be able to at least pull that information specific, uh, pull that information for you, even though you're with the... Uh, it's like you seem to be on a prestigious path for your medical studies as well. I, I just need to know that I didn't do something so the EMTs couldn't bring him back. But um, I, I guess I could get his sister to release it to me, maybe? So, let's see. What is your persuade at? Base. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, what, what was that again? 15%. 15%. Um, go ahead. Uh, I will say this is off the psychology roll, since you did succeed on that, and you see he was shifting. You, you know because I was shifting, he's, seeing, he's acting a little bit off on this one, and now um, we'll do this two-stage. Go ahead and make an idea, a quick ideal roll. Nope, fail me now. Nope. Nope. Nope, 75 nope. over 60. Okay. So, uh, you know... Uh, you're not, over you know, seven. Sorry. Okay. So. It fails. Okay, it still fails. All right, that's fine. Uh, you do. Yeah, you use. Uh, you don't know exactly what to say to him, but you know. But you s did notice though that when you, Andrea was mentioned, he did squirm a little bit more, like something else was uh, at least bothering him. So if you push that a little bit more, you. I would say if you you know something to push, you just don't know what it is. Uh, so, and if you have any ideas, Tom, feel free to bring them up um, as well, too. Please. Let's see. Well, I'm coming. I guess my I was going over there too. So, have I arrived? Yeah, no, you were together. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, I could try persuading him. I'm better at that. Please. Okay. All right. What's your persuade at? Forty-five. Okay. Um, I will say uh, you can go since you're noticing this too. You can go ahead and make the same idea check. Okay, there's my idea. 70, okay. 55, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, you noticed uh, immediately when he brought Andrea up uh, that he started squirming a little bit, and particularly uh, if you realize that 
something may be off on this case that he does not want to bring the family into, or it's looking weird enough that it's any other involvement that's shining a light on it might look bad on him. Okay, um, is there something that you don't want the family to know about? Like, I mean, is it, like, horrible? What? Look, it, it, these are details that really you should not be privy to. Uh, this is that's like this is a close. Uh, this is just I, I really can't explain it any further. So uh, you know, I will give you one information. So he's starting to walk away. So, but you realize you hit on a sensitive point. So if you want to make if you want to make a persuasive argument, Tom, that's now's the uh, time. Anyone have any ideas? Cause I'm uh, should I have substitute fast talk? Damn, why do I have that? Anyway. Uh, so, uh, fast talk, yeah, fast talk is usually getting yourself out of it. Persuades to kind of get somebody else to do what you want, so. There's always the appeal to higher authority that we really can bother the family, but we don't want to in their time of grief. Yeah, all right. Well, I, we can always get the family down here if you're trying to hide something from them. Okay, all right. Then, all right, you can go ahead and make a uh, persuade... Uh, uh, Thomas at a plus right. ten. Awesome. Thirty-four. Yes. All right. He stops dead in his tracks. Looks around. Uh, uh, looks around. All right. That's uh, like come back. That's uh, like come back with me. Points to you, Laura. I know you know what I'll be talking about, but you. That's uh, like this cannot leave the room. Do you understand? Yes. Sure. Yeah. So. All right. Tell. Uh, he looks over to back at uh, Shaw on the front desk clerk. Tell them we're at lunch. I'm, uh, I'm at lunch. I'll get back to any calls. Whatever you say, Doc. And so uh, you do go back. Uh, in that's like into the room, and there that's like there lying on the table is uh, that's like, as Bill Barnes. So uh, since you are seeing your friend there, both of you go ahead and make one more sanity check. So you you do know he's dead, but it's kind of hard to watch. One. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't really like him that much. Okay. Uh, you've, you've come to terms with it a little bit, so it's okay with seeing it. But, uh, yeah, you've, that's, he's looking over, uh, but Dr. Halifax is looking over. Um, uh, okay. The first thing I noticed with looking at it is that the, uh, it's like the, this body, uh, it's like your friend I'm sorry, not calling it the body, but your friend seems to have died of uh, died of something that I can't identify with. It's not blunt force trauma. You're they're obviously ruptured organs and taking that's like ruptured organs, but they they had no way in his death. He seemed to have died before it. And so, which was a little uh, a bit odd off of it. And so, and. As he is looking... Oh, go ahead, Laura. Did his heart just get out? Not that I can see. It just... It, it's like everything stopped at once. Could it have oh. been an electrical shock? So there's... Uh, that's the other thing I thought of, uh, thought of as well. But there seems to have been none... Uh, it's like nothing else in there as well. Uh, that's like nothing else in here as well. There's no other trauma that would have caused him to cease. That's uh, like cease living, as far as I can tell. Uh, which is even that's like worse off of it. Um, I would. 
and I'm not even certain what else could have uh, done from it, but that's not even the worst part. Um, uh, Miss Evans, if you can come here for a second. He brings you to the body. Pick up his hand. And he gives you a glove. Okay. So? Good. So, and, and at this point, uh, I will... Glove on it. All right, go ahead and roll medicine. Good. Oh, yeah, go ahead and roll medicine. Okay. 25. 20. I succeed. 20. You pick him his hand up, and Bill was a... It feels very, very light. Lighter than it should be. and Which is even odd because... Bill was a fairly hefty guy, too. He was about 6 feet, 220 pounds. Um, if I give a very light squeeze to his hand, does it feel like the bones are brittle? Uh, and you, oh, it, that's like, at least that feels solid as ever. Okay. Uh, but go ahead, when you do that, go ahead and make a notice check. Notice. Or spot hidden, excuse me. Thank you. 23. Three. All right. You squeeze that, and that's like you look over, and it seems like his midsection shifted. Make a sanity check. Yeah. Did I notice that, too? <laughs> yes. Damn. 94. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So, all right, so, and you made yours, so, mm, nope. all right, all right, so, all right, Thomas, uh, Tom, you lose two, and you, all right, and uh, Laura, you lose one. Dr. Okay. Halifax just takes a step back immediately, and you all, it takes a step back, are, are what we do you do? About a side-to-side -side shift or an up-and-down shift here? Uh, if you were looking down on it, uh, I would say you just saw basically the side of his uh, torso, and it looked like part of something was moving under it, like it was coiling. Oh, oh, that's just great. There's something inside. I've seen this movie before. <laughs> so yeah, that is not doing anything in there. So. You he moves back immediately. Uh, I am placing the hand back on the the metal gurney thing and stepping back myself. I am grabbing a chair because I filled my sand check and I'm seen alien before, so. <laughs> so Game yeah. Over, man. Game I'll over. I'll say that once it bursts out, <laughs> but until then. Yeah, and at this point, uh, yeah, you're looking over what. Did your friend have some sort of parasite? What the hell is that? How the hell should I know? You're the trained pathologist. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, about that time. Go ahead. You both can go ahead and make spot uh, spot hidden check again. Great. Failed. Uh, <laughs> succeed. All right. You're only noticing this, Thomas, because, again, you're more of your... Uh, training for an electrical engineer, but as you saw that thing move, um, the lights were flickering all in the room. Oh, that's not good. So, and any of your display and the displays off to the side were flickering on and off as well, and it seems to be getting worse as it's going as it's going along. 
the aliens have mastered Tesla's wireless power technology. <laughs> Quick, uh, call Tesla Dine. <laughs> Not that type of game. You're screwed. Damn. <laughs> so, what are you doing? Running. <laughs> I'm Smartest. out. You're out. <laughs> All right, Laura, what are you doing? Uh, looking over at the pathologist. Anything else weird? So he's that's like he's starting to dial. Uh, he you see he's over at a phone at this point. He's starting to dial in a number, but as he's, he's about that time when he hits the fifth number on his on it, suddenly the lights seem to dim significantly. Okay. Um. And you look over. That's like you look. Uh, it's like uh, I would say, Tama, you have reached the sliding doors, but you realize that these are electronic. And they're not approaching it, so you're going to have to try to pry it open here. Manual release. All right, you'll be able to find that with a mechanical check here. I would say uh, you'll be able to go ahead and make a mechanical repair roll, see if you can oh, find I'm the so release. Glad I have that. 20 out of 50, I succeed. 20 out of 50, all right. You do find the latch for it. And uh, let's see. This will be a luck check between you and Tom, Laura. Oh, boy. Okay. Got it at 55. This is going to go great. I succeed. 31. 31? Oh, 02. Damn it. Oh, 02. All right. So, all right, Thomas, you had the lower one. So as you're pulling off the latch off of it, you look back over, and in the fl flickering lights uh, over Bill's body, you see something that appears to It's like some sort of... Uh, you can't really describe it. It almost looks like a it's like some sort of odd rosy flesh tone worm that is that's like seep uh, that's not really is not burst out of Bill's body it just seems to be seeping out of it game over as man one, game as over one large that's like at one large and it's almost phasing up through his body so you're the first one that's like you were the first one to see that go ahead and make your sand check all right 91. <laughs> Regretting coming with me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Lose two sanity on that. Alright, at 49. Yeah. Alright. So you scream out from that as well, and when once you do, that's like, Laura, you see that as well as Dr. Halifax. I am a scalpel. Alright. <laughs> Good luck. So, all right, you see it as well, so go ahead and make your sanity check. Success! All right. I'm taking every single sand roll. Hey, that's, that's nothing to scoff at in this game, so no. you, only, you only lose one at that. And it's now we will be entering combat here in a second, so as soon as I'm back from this. So, let me get a glass of water, and we'll get started on that. Fuck. So... Let it go, guys. I believe in you. You can do it. I have no combat skills. Uh, I have a chair. And let's see, what's club at? Do, do, do. I don't have it. <laughs> Great. Um, I don't see club on here. Yeah, it's weird. It should be on there. I see fist pump, punch and grapple. I don't want to punch it, even though I have it at 50. 
Oh, grapple it. That's a great idea. Yeah, where's the running away thing? <laughs> where's the trip you so I can get away? <laughs> well, that would probably work. I don't have a very good dex. <laughs> I've got it at 15. I'll just run faster than you. Yeah. Uh, Should have done more cardio. <laughs> don't skip leg day. <laughs> I no, was no, just I don't gonna skip, like, say. Problem. I apparently skip a uh, uh, bicycle day. <laughs> Is there a bicycle skill? That'd be really strange. <laughs> nope. Mm -hmm. It's really capturing the Cthulhu, uh, the Cthulhu sensibilities. HP Lovecraft, he just loved cycling. <laughs> All right, Is I'm there back. A drive unicycle. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, and I was actually before we get started right now, I was gonna say suitably creepy for everybody. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. For the first time. Alrighty then. So we'll go ahead and pull the information off this one. So, uh, what? Uh, let's see, Laura. What is your dexterity? Eight. Eight. Okay. And Thomas. Fifteen. Fifteen? All right. So, uh, the... That's like the thing, as far as you can tell, uh, is a dexterous seventeen, so it is... Uh, it is moving first, so... Uh, and it will be taking this turn, because it is still about... It's, you might be able to see about waist-deep in Bill's torso, phasing <laughs> through it. So, it is... It will, it will... After this turn, it will be free of it... <laughs> As Great. far as you can tell. So, Tom, uh, you have the next one. What is your action? Run away! Okay. Uh, you have opened the door, so you can get out of here with it. Uh, you're, if you're just running away from this that one. That so you're be the smart action, so I'll take it. Okay. So you can do that. Uh, that will be your... So you'll be, you'll be out of the room in this turn. Uh, Laura, what are you doing? Grabbing um, Dr. Halifax by the shoulder, spinning him towards the thing, <laughs> see it, and then sprinting for the door. Throw him okay. at it. Okay, so... Oh, man, so this will be a... Yeah, this is going to be a... Uh, de uh, this will be your action for this round. Mm -hmm. So uh, I will say... <laughs> um, <laughs> since you are... Uh, this will be a strength times five, because he's kind of uh, looking around at the other... Uh, he's just looking at you, and then the rest of the lights that are going flickering on and off, so he hasn't seen it yet. So That's why I'm spinning him towards it, so he's Okay, seen. so this will be a strength times five. Which would be a 65 point. Very good. Nope. Aw. Nope. 95. <laughs> okay, so he is uh, going... So uh, yeah, he <laughs> he's looking around like, "What are you doing? What the hell is going on?" How should uh, I know? Why is that, that guy was running out of the room? Him. And unfortunately, that means that we're at the top of the round, and the thing is gonna be able to get a a, a shot at him. Lovely. As you see, as you've now seen it uncurl into its full form, and you see that there seems to be some sort of large. Well, that's, that's like large. Uh, well, I would say you would actually know about you would actually know this, Laura. Um, a large needle-like ovipositor, seemingly at it, its end. Uh. 
That's never good. No. That's always a great word. And as it's... Yeah, and it seems to let's like slither off of it, and it is going to go ahead and make an attack on Dr. Halifax, so... I tried! Alright. Halifax, he probably deserves it. <laughs> well, luckily enough, it actually seems to have taken... That's like it's not very uh, it's not very coordinated as of this yet, and seems to kind of slide by him at this point, which he does see it. Let's see how he reacts. Screaming and running away like a little girl would be good. Yeah, poorly is how he reacts. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm all over that t- tactic. So, uh, yeah, so you he sees him, and immediately at this point, will be bolting out the door with you. Okay. So, so we have. Uh, so you will be able to get past him, although the door is open. Oh, could I have so. shut the door behind? <laughs> well, I would say you, you, know ahead, you know where the mechanical release is, so you can actually shut the thing in as you see it. So, but you but you'll have to wait this turn to be able to do. Uh, I would say it'll be automatic the next time, and this and the thing will get a chance to get through. So, uh, this will be dexterity checks for you, Laura, to get on the other side. Fuck. I hope you. May- a monster coming out of a corpse. Fifteen. <laughs> I made it. All yeah. right. So yeah, and as you certain, as soon as you saw that, uh, Doctor Halifax looks over and sees the. That's like and uh, sees the the thing as well and got an aunt five, so he is out like a shot <laughs> through the sliding doors. And let's see, it does have its chance to move. All right, and I will say this, it, that's like, ends up failing, so it Yay. is, it's, it's still having trouble moving through, so Thomas, if you want to make one more mechanical repair roll, you can uh, essentially close and then lock the door. All right. Since these are two sliding screens into the autopsy room. Nope, 71 out of 50. Out of 50. 50? Okay. So, uh, you managed to... I got it. it. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it is closed. It's not locked, though, Although, as, as far as you can tell. But the electricity is still flickering everywhere. So you can go ahead and get uh, try to get as far away from it as possible. So, uh, Although, um, both of... I would say, Laura, you and Thomas can make an, a quick idea check. Alrighty. Nope. Too scared. Nope. 89. Nope. Okay. So you're just running... That's like running for the door. So there appears to be another thing back. It's really a shame. I would have liked to have asked this guy what um, Bill's potassium levels were. (laughs) (laughs) So you're seeing through that. Uh, You see the other door. You're opening up the other door. Um, This will essentially end for the portion of the combat, although uh, spot hidden checks for both of you and Laura. Yes. Nope. Laura... Make sand check. I am regretting this already. <laughs> Stop seeing things. No, I fail. <laughs> All right. So. Nine. All right. Uh, take three. That's as, three now. As you're seeing the thing, yeah, three off. As you're seeing, once you're uh, at the door to uh, almost, uh, the office and to the lobby, uh, you see that what this worm thing seems to be phasing through the door. It is pushing through like it was pushing through Bill's torso. 
Where's the closest fire alarm? The fire alarm? Uh, make a spot hidden. Yes. Uh, you see that the uh, you actually see that the alarm is off to the other. Uh, it is actually at the opposite side where the creature is phasing through. Not so fair. near the door. Not fair at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do that. Um, although since you do see it now, uh, go ahead. Uh, I can uh, say go. You can go ahead. Uh, or you pointed out, Thomas. You can make another mechanical repair roll. Okay. Just to identify something. Nope. No idea. Okay, this just looks like a general fire alarm. <laughs> well, I'm pretty fast. I could try running over and hitting it. So, I mean, it's clearly just a fire alarm. So, um, as far as you know, so <laughs> you could actually that's uh, like you you could see that. But yeah, Doctor Halifax is you know out of there. He bolted. Well, there goes my that's plan to throw him at the monster. <laughs> So like to just, out, I still have a death grip on a scalpel right now. That's why I'm not uh, throwing you at the monster. That's good. Uh, you'll, you you um, make a luck check, Laura. Oh dear, I doubt myself, haven't I? <laughs> I made it, forty-four. All right. Uh, luckily enough, you did. Uh, there actually is a. Uh, since you're in the coroner's office, uh, there is actually a, a full set of scalpels off to the side of the desk that was waiting to be taken in. Right. So uh, I would say you'll have ac you do have access to a couple other tools on there, such as a bone uh, battery powered bone saw, and a couple and a couple other implements. So your choosing is to the taking, uh, but it's going to take. Uh, it is still phasing through the door, but it's coming through very slowly. So it's going. That's I would say in about two more rounds it will be through the door. I'm going right. to look. At, sorry, Thomas. Which one is your character again? Harold. I'm going to look at Harold and go more running. Uh, I'll be brave. I'm going to go run towards the fire alarm to warn everyone else. <laughs> All right. So I'm sure there won't be any horrible repercussions, but I'm going to continue sprinting for the entrance. All right. So, oh, so you're going the opposite direction out into the off, out of the office into the lobby. Yes. Okay. So. Remember to scream. That will get attention. All right. And were you taking in, uh, were you taking any of the uh, knives or implements with you? Um, I was continuing to have a death grip on the one I grabbed from the autopsy room. Okay. So, all right. So you have that. Uh, you have that in hand. I'll take all a scalpel right. with me just in case. <laughs> So, okay, uh, you will go ahead and uh, do that. Uh, all right, uh, you will have to, this will be a dex checks to get over there, Tom. All right. And this will be also making sure, because uh, the door is fairly close to it, so it will basically make making sure that you're out of range of the thing. Okay. Um, dex times what? Just straight dex, or? Uh, this will be dex times five for this one. So, okay. see if you can get over there. That's not too bad. That's 75. So I got a 95. <laughs> I fall. Just right on my face. All right. So you make oh, it over there, but you... Yeah. But you do make it over there, but unfortunately you have fallen, and this round the thing will be pushing through. And it, that's like, so you will have one chance to get out of its way. Great. So. Another dex check? Uh, just not as of yet, so you, cause you have one more thing to make it. Uh, Laura, you've seen that he, Tom has fallen. 
So, uh, although you are through the door at this point, so you're in, in the uh, on, uh, it's like doorway. So, what are you doing? Looking for another uh, fire alarm. Uh, let's see. Uh, go ahead and put. Uh, you actually go ahead and put another spot hidden check of at a plus twenty. Yes. All right. So you do see. Uh, it's like you do see that. Uh, go ahead and, but you do see that with this, um, there is another thing that's written over it. Uh, it. You see that it is actually connected into a halon system that is within this area. They've installed, uh, and I would say you. Know, this has been installed specifically since there are still oxygen tanks and other things around there that are highly flammable. So. Uh, so that would be bad for Harold. Yes, and you do see that it is set up right now to seal off the office and the that's uh, like and the uh, operating room. So, Harold, get out of there! There's a halon system. Oh, that's not good. This <laughs> is also not. <laughs> All right. So you do see that's uh, like, and you look up and you do see that yes, it is connected onto a halon system. So, uh, which means you do have a couple options here. Because uh, it will take a couple rounds for that to fully fill up. If this thing is organic and is moving as slowly as it is, uh, you may have a chance to gas it out, or you can just run away. So, you do have a couple options. Uh, running away sounds good. So, all right. So it will go ahead and take that in this turn. Uh, go. It will go ahead and get one shot on you as it's pulled through the door completely. As soon as it's through the door, I intend to pull the fire alarm. Okay. So, all right. It misses on its chance, so this is your chance to escape. Yay. Dex times five again? Yes, this will be dex... Uh, actually, this is since you fell down on this one, this is dex times three, and you're kind of exhausted, so you're going to want to make this. Nope. 62. 62? All right. So it means that it gets one more attack on you before you get in the, through the door. As it is now chasing through. If you had made it through, it would have got a. You would be able to do that. So uh, you see, he's fallen. Do you want to do anything in the meantime, Laura? Um. Throw the scalpel at it. It'd be cool. You really don't want me to throw things. <laughs> <laughs> I see what my skill is. The key to ex to success when throwing objects with low skills is quantity. <laughs> I <Yeah>. have one. <laughs> Well, and also, I would say if you have if if you, you only have to worry about a critical failure in that case, that will hit your friend. Um. Well, I think it might be better for him to be hit by a scalpel than to be hit by that thing. Okay. It's an I'm pretty sure it would be. So I will give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> Ninety nine. <laughs> Sorry, Harold. My eye. <laughs> oh God. If this is what kills me, this would be hilarious. Oh, let's see. Friendly fire. So yes, that will hit. Uh, let's see for the scalpel. Is that even listed? What's the blade? I, I <laughs> doubt it. It'd be a small knife. A small. That I would say count as a small knife, although it it probably will. So let me take a look at this. So, uh, small. 
This is going to be at least at a 1d4, just because it is a sharpened scalpel. So Don't forget your damage bonus. <laughs> so, Please, can I? <laughs> no, come on. Uh, no, damage bonus, you don't have to worry about this one. This is thrown, so I'm not going to... I'm going to be nice about that. Two. Thomas, take okay. four. <laughs> okay. So as you... Yeah, you're running it through as, unfortunately, Laura valiantly tried to protect you from it, and it is... <laughs> That's like a now. third of my health, so... Yeah, you managed to catch an artery going out on here. <laughs> so... fix that. So you are bleeding and screaming. <laughs> this as uh, it's like not going for you. So the uh, <laughs> this is a terrible day. <laughs> so you will be able to go ahead and make uh, one more attempt. Although because of the issue, uh, unfortunately, now that you're bleeding, it's going to be dex times two to get out of there. Come on, under thirty. So and this 48. is just I don't make it. You don't? Okay. No. Then that, okay, you will be uh, getting out the next turn, but this is the last attack. The thing will be able to get onto you before it. you can shut the door on it. Let's see what happens. All right. You were lucky. 69. It is still slow. So, oh, good. Thomas, you make it through the door and manage to shut it off. It's a good thing we're already, like, we're at a hospital, right? We're so, at a you're in a county morgue. Well, great. There might be a first aid kit. <laughs> so, yeah. I pull the fire alarm. Okay, uh, the alarm goes off completely. The That's like throughout the building. You're hearing other people. Sean is now uh, was with Dr. Halifax wondering what the hell is going on. And uh, you see the Halon system seal off both the office and the operating room. And uh, are you looking through the window as uh, window, Laura? Yes, I'm afraid the Halon system isn't going to work, so I'm... I'm looking at the scalpel in my body, so no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you actually see it as it's moving through. It As the Halon starts filling the room, you see it's starting to seize up, and it's it looks like it's jerking around, almost having a seizure, uh, but... It's flower, uh, It's like flailing around, um, but as you're looking for them, go ahead and make one more spot hidden check. Nope. Okay. Then you don't see anything particularly as the halon system goes away and it seems to almost just evaporate into mist. Great. So, leaving nothing behind. So, yeah, this, this, whatever this thing was, it just seems to have literally been physical, been able to phase through walls, and has now disappeared into smoke. So go ahead and make one more sanity check. Nope. So, all right. Uh, since you've already seen a lot of them, this will only be a one. So, but you've seen a lot of this uh, at this point. Uh, if you want to go ahead and patch up your friend, you can go ahead and do yes. that here in the interim. Alright, just make one roll and then we'll we'll continue on. 39. 39. So, yep. This is, uh, yeah, you managed, I will, let's see, that will go ahead and restore uh, two hit points to you, Thomas. Yay. Now I'm at so, nine. 
all right, so you're not as bad as you off. But Dr. Halifax is just out, almost out of it completely. Uh, the fire department is coming, and they're going to have to think of something to get out of there, uh, of how to work with this. <laughs> so we'll now just blame we, the doctor. It's fine. So, uh, so if you, I would say, if you want to stay and explain, you can. Uh, but you, they might have a lot of questions for you. Yeah. If I don't, the cops will be a little pissed at me for leaving the scene. <laughs> so I would say it's up to you, but you're you're in for some interesting questions. So <laughs> probably either way. Okay. So, all right. So that will end your scene for the moment. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's. That's like all right. Uh, going back to Noah. <laughs> so hey, you're making your call back up to Fermilab. Yes, uh, I'm calling them. I would like to see about getting a a, a tour for that. Uh, so you do go ahead and make the call for it. Uh, they, that's like uh, the, uh, excuse me, uh, to do receptionist answers. Um, are who are you asking for in particular? Oh, I'm just gonna say I uh, I'm a, a Olivia Thakar. I am a um, a physics postgrad student at the University of Illinois, uh, Chicago, and um, I was interested in taking a tour of your facility for, um, as a possible, uh, like, uh, something for the, for one of my classes, like a, like a research paper or something like that. Oh, are you looking for an internship? Um. Say yes. It worked so well for us so far. <laughs> uh, Bring Raymond. You can stab him. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, uh, do it. I love getting Raymond. stabbed. Uh, I will say yes. If that helps me get in, I will go with yes on that. Um, that's like. Uh, let me put you forward to uh, doc. That's like uh, Doctor. Ostracall, she may be in one moment. So okay. you hear the uh, it's like you hear the hold music, and then about probably a minute later, a woman comes on the phone. Uh, yes, this is a uh, Dr. Hikuba Ostracall. Uh, may I help you? Um, hi, Dr. Ostracall. This is Olivia Thakar with a uh, um, I'm a uh, physics postgrad student, um, and I was interested in a possible tour. Maybe I'm looking maybe. Uh, Seeing about interning at your facility, and uh, I was just like to see about getting a, a tour and see what you're all about. Uh, well, at the moment, uh, we can. Uh, at the moment, we're currently not scheduling any kind of uh, tours. I do apologize. Uh, were uh, Were you calling in the interest to possibly uh, with research with the particle collider? Uh, yes, actually, I had heard quite a bit about that, and I'd like to, you know, get a uh, um. A, a one-on-one. Oh, so, well, I, I would love to be able to assist you on there, because uh, I uh, actually, I, I think I do recognize it. Let me pull up. Oh, yes, yes, you uh, did the current, uh, it's like you did the, uh, it's uh, like that uh, noon dissertation uh, that you were working on with the University of Illinois on uh, neutrino admissions, correct? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. No, very interesting. Now, we would actually love to be able to take you in. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't know if you read over in the uh, news. Uh, we actually had to take the particle accelerator offline. 
Um, really? About two, about two weeks ago. Yeah, unfortunately, there was just some odd electromagnetic infer interference that we weren't expecting, and uh, we really did not want, not like we want to risk any damage. What kind of electronic interference? So, uh, this, well, it was, it was uh, well, we were just running a, that's like one of the other tests, uh, it's like tests that it had been uh, ported over to us to CERN. They wanted something on a smaller scale uh, to be able to uh, verify some ones. And uh, it's I, I, I can't really go into full details right now, you know, proprietary work, work and whatnot. Um, but apparently there, apparent, there was some sort of electromagnetic interference that, caused, that seemed to be causing pulses, as far as I could tell, within the, uh, within the particle collection. Uh, uh, particle mm. collider, and there seems to have been um, a, an ill effect on some of our employees, so that's why we we shut it down to make were, sure that nobody was harmed. Were they seeing things? Um, if you were talking about creating a hallucinatory effect, uh, no, I, as far as I know. Um, mm. So it was just it, it was purely physiological. So they were uh, uh, or complaining about irritation. So. Like a, a a red rash on their arms, limbs. Yes, that seems to uh, that is there. Uh, uh, may I ask why you're asking about this? Well, we had actually heard. Um, I don't know if you heard on the news the um, uh, the Barnes, Bill Barnes. He uh, died the other night. Um, um, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I'm not keeping all the local ones. Oh, uh, it's, 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 it's fine. I wasn't sure if, if it had shown up in the news yet or not. Um, but we were, um, we were actually on the roof of, uh, what was the building called again? Hancock. The, the Hancock building. And, um, well, he fell, but when they examined his body, they found this strange, uh, like red rash, and some people reported seeing some sort of strange glowing cloud and and such. So, hmm. So this is definitely interesting. Um. So I, to be honest, I would. It sounds very similar to it, although it shouldn't be happening anywhere outside of it. And I don't see how that would affect it. Um. I'm actually coming into Chicago the next day. Uh, next day for a lecture series. Um, would there be somewhere I could meet you? Um, I could meet you after your your lecture. Okay. Um, this is that's uh, like here is my phone number. You, she gives her cell number. Okay. Uh, you exchange that. I would be very much interested in hearing this because it's if there was any kind of other outside uh, occurrence that may have. Uh, happened, or some effect that we're not aware of, it would be interesting. I, I am sorry again for the loss of your friend, but oh, uh, if, if any knowledge can be brought about it that might be able to help, I would love to be able to take a look at that. Well, uh, I, we really appreciate it, and uh, I look forward to seeing you. No problem. Uh, thank you very much. So, um, so hang up the phone. Yep. So you do have one to get a date. <laughs> so you do have that information. <laughs> so, uh, so you have off all on there, and... Well, uh, my day's been uninteresting. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you... Alright, and Ray, you end up going over to the anthropology department for... What was the monster's name again? Sorry. The Sugawemi. Sugawemi. Yes. 
so. I walk into the uh, I walk up to the uh, office assistant in the Native American Studies Department. So uh, this will be uh, Dr. Williams. So uh, Dr. Sheila Williams. So uh, look here. Um, looking back up. Oh yes, uh, Matthew. Uh, what can I do for you? Hi, uh, I had some questions about a uh, Sugawemi. It's come up in a bit of a a bit of a research I've been doing lately, and I just was wondering if you'd be able to tell me more about it. So, oh, uh, Sugawemi. It doesn't really sound that all familiar to me. So, it's like do you a spectral elk. Spectral elk. So, might be able to pull out that inform the information from that. Um, unfortunately, I it doesn't sound familiar to me. But uh, she actually bring goes over to her computer. Um, I'm needing to go out here for a second, but I do have access to the uh, Native American tribe. Uh, it's like historical societies uh, tribes database. So, if you would like to look through there and see if oh, any other be, information is pulling up. So, yeah, uh, certainly, uh, they, uh, you've done some good work around here, so that's just why I'm, I'm uh, happy you're, you're uh, uh, interesting to be expanding. So, but if you'll excuse me for a second, uh, I need to take care of some uh, uh, some business beforehand, prepping for a class and whatnot. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, so, all right, but you do have access to this database, so if you have anthropology, you can go ahead and make a roll on that, and I will say oh, you Oh, yeah, anthropology, 41. Let's see what I get. I got... An ot five. I impale. Oh presumably. wow! You know all. You do know all, and see all. I know everything about the Sugawemi. I just a couple of keystrokes, and I'm there. So, uh, yeah, you actually see that um, with the. Take a look for the era. That the. Uh, you do see nef uh, references back to this, uh, primarily with uh, tribes that were residing within the Rockies Mountains. So uh, you have that it, it was apparently for the stories that are being told, uh, it's in references to a creature that only lives in the high altitudes. Ooh! So that uh, this is something that has been akin to uh, like Legends of the Thunderbird or other flight creatures that would come down from the skies and hook its prey on multifaceted antlers. Okay. So leaving uh, like e leaving only scars of red behind. But um, this is uh, but it's only almost almost a fragmented legend of sorts. So, uh, but it, the one that, thing that it did tell of the legends is that it never left it, it never left those altitude uh, the high places the mountains. It always stayed up in there, and going down would apparently mean its death. Interesting. So, that is what you've been able to pull from. That's uh, like pull from at least the database so far. Uh, do you think that there's that it would be worth me making another roll to see if there's more information, or should we move on? Um, I would say um, you actually uh, you don't have to worry about that because this will be a freebie since you got a ha a critical. Uh, you do notice one thing before you do close out, which is a little bit off. It always said that it. That's uh, like when approaching. Um, it came with. It seemed to be powered, or at least surrounded by the lightning, disrupt uh, disrupting the heavens as it went. Mm -hmm. So, 
Interesting. And that that's like, and that that is what was believed, and that the lightning from its antler seemed to have caused the burn, the red marks of those it chose. Hmm. Interesting. So, but that's the information that you've been able to pull up from. Uh, so. I'm gonna text everyone else uh, and say, uh, meet me at that uh, coffee shop on campus. Uh, I have some information I need to share. <laughs> that thing would be the best option because it doesn't uh, matter what it doesn't matter what the other players are doing at the time that I send the text, so I don't risk interrupting scenes that may uh, not yet be over. So you do see that. So, all right, but yeah, you have your other two hooks on there. Uh, back to the morgue quickly. <laughs> so. Uh, the, uh, the police are down there investigating, as well as the uh, local fire marshal. So uh, they've come down. Uh, but, but I will say beforehand, uh, when they are still being called, uh, Dr. Uh, that's like uh, Halifax looks over to, uh, goes over to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to promise me something. If you can keep to the story that I am about to tell, even with uh, with that, I will completely and utterly do this because this they will never believe a story about that, or whatever the hell that that thing is. It'll just make me sound crazy and it will ruin my career. Not even with three of us, they won't believe us. Okay. All right. So what's all right? Story? How are we explaining my knife wound? <laughs> So that will be up. That will be up to you. So because because uh, he I was slipped and fell. Got it. So Doctor Halifax is giving you the cover story that you're a medical uh, student and a fellow um, a fellow student who is interested in going into another pre med program, uh, looking uh, looking for experience and possibly internships. Uh, you went through. Uh, it's like so. That's how you got in there. How are you explaining to the police wh- about what happened? Um. Slipped and fell and hit the alarm. So, onto a knife? Yes. I was handing it, and then I slipped. I'm very confident. He fell into my knife. How how are we explaining Dr. Halifax sprinting past the two of us and getting out first? So. And what made him run? uh, So, you have... He was looking uh, for help, of course. (laughs) Obviously. You could say that, so, um, although, uh, I would say both of you go ahead and make an ideas check, so, and sorry, this is a little bit non-linear, but I will, uh, I'm allowing these to, uh, so you can get ideas. I have no ideas. 38. 38? Uh, you realize, Laura, that there are security cameras both in the operating room and in the office. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, but the creature was disrupting the power, yeah. so maybe they didn't catch anything. You could, uh, you do have somebody with electronics references that can check that. So okay, I, I, I turn to him and say, would, would the security cameras have caught all that or not? Uh, uh, they're on twenty-four hours, so all right, yeah. you distract the cops and I'll delete the evidence. <laughs> so make a copy first. <laughs> so okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, do, this will be I, I would say this will be computer use since you are logging into the uh, sorry, okay. into the security one. You don't have to worry about a password uh, because this, password. yeah, Sean, uh, Sean is just giving it to you. So okay. wait, why is Sean helping us? So uh, he just saw something weird. 
so oh, good. He, he was looking through there, and is and also this is you know his minimum wage job that he does not want to lose. I'm not getting paid so. enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got rent, and I got a thirty out of sixty-one. All right, uh, so you do see that uh, you are able to pull up the footage from the room, uh, but you see that with. Oh hi, Mark. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> no, no, that. Uh, there are no spoons in here. So, uh, but you take it. Uh, but yeah, you do pull up the footage, and you see that the moment where uh, it start, the lights start flickering, and it was about the time where uh, the thing started emerging from Bill's torso, uh, that all the camera feeds go to static. All right, I have a better story. So, all right. We were passing by the the morgue. We saw the electricity start to go wonky, and we were afraid it was about to blow or arc or something. So we started running out. I'll make up some terms. I'm an electrical engineer. It's cool. Hit, hit the fire alarm to warn other people, and you slipped. Got it. Okay, Dr. Halifax is willing to go with that. Uh, I would say if you're bringing credence to that, go ahead and... Uh, Thomas, make an electrical repair roll. I hope I don't fail again. Well, if you succeed this one, this will give a bonus to uh, Laura's fast talk. All right. Let's see how I do. Yes, I succeed. All right. All right. So for this next roll, Laura, you have a plus 10 to fast talk to get out of... uh, It's like to get uh, the police off of your back. That's good. Make the roll now. Yes. Okay. 65. 38. 38. So uh, the fire marshal and the officers who are looking in uh, are a little bit suspicious of that, but also you see that these are kind of the beat cops. They've been running running things and seen a lot of weird things going on for years on end. So uh, something else could have gone through. And I would say with Thomas's explanation... uh, they also could assume that since they're on the they're on the grid, this could be somebody who was literally hacking in for something. So they could basically screw with them. So weird things that hadn't happened to notice: stupid students, stupid kids. So you manage to make enough excuses that the police see this just as an accident. So good. Good. Uh, Doctor Halifax will probably that's like have some pay reduced from that because uh, he's had some issues with his, but. His practice, but otherwise you've managed to draw the heat off of it. So, uh, so you have now gotten all your information from that. And so you and secured an internship. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important thing. You know what? So you <laughs> are you are you really wanting that internship or? Um. So yes, I'd certainly take it. Yes, I want that internship. The other one, so, you know what, fast talk to see if you can get him to give, uh, basically coerce him to give you one as long as you're keeping your mouth shut. I hope you make it. And whatever information comes up from the autopsy that totally will get done now? Yes. (laughs) 25. 25. So, you do that, so. (laughs) All right. And, uh... So yeah, he says he's going to give you that information for that. Uh, although, do before you do go, uh, go ahead and make an idea check. Both of us. Uh, no, this will just be Laura. Okay. So. Fail. Why do all my idea checks fail? 
Okay, so you do not have the idea for that uh, particularly, but you just yeah you have other information if, from him if you need it. So since you've kept quiet about the uh, worm in the dead guy, so. But at this point, you've gotten all your information, so you can gather together and share and decide what your next move is going to be. Okay. All right. So. Buying somebody else drinks. I think it's me for as an apology for stabbing you. Yay! Free alcohol. <laughs> this day's oh. getting better. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, discuss among yourselves. What would you? Uh, what are you doing? What are you wanting to do? Right. So, like, right uh, so, so do you, you? Does everyone come to the cafe thing? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be there. I just have to go for a bit in real life. I'll be right back. Yeah, okay, cool. we can we can we can take a break here if we need to. So, yeah. With that, so uh, still sufficiently creepy for you guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it's working. So, uh, yeah, and hope and, and Loria, hopefully this isn't too confusing for Cthulhu because uh, this one, I, I, uh, if I do it again, because we actually have play tested this in another way, um, I may go ahead and uh, do in trail in the future instead. So, uh, if you've played that or are knowledgeable about that one. No, but um, I have been listening to you guys for a while and started Eclipse Space, so... Okay. Oh, man, Eclipse Phase. Oh, I love that game so much. I want yeah, to play this game so much, and I couldn't find anybody running. I've oh. become a GM. Yeah. What I'm actually saying is that she's become an Eclipse Phase fangirl, which is different. Shut up. Oh, I love it so much. It's so good. <laughs> No, that's. Uh, <laughs> I'm still happy about the fact that uh, when I got my first Eclipse Phase book, which was a couple of years ago, um, I was talking to Rob Boyle, and he actually said he, he, when he signed my book, he it was uh, "Hope you survive the extinction." <laughs> nice. Oh my god, that's amazing. Before I found Eclipse Phase, I was never really engaged with uh, a role-playing game setting before. Like, I didn't really care much for them. It was more just like, yes, these are rules, and I will use them to create a different world. And then it's like, Eclipse Phase is like, why would I want to create something else? Oh, yeah, I know. This, this is good enough, except for the sun whales. So, well, you know, the thing is, but I still think there's... Experience. There's a, so uh, I wouldn't have the problem with, as much of a problem with the sun whales if they weren't in biomorphs. Well, biomorphs-ish. Except they're biomorphs. They're called biomorphs. They are made of flesh. They're not pods. They're not synths. They're biomorphs. Well, it, it, I think I think the biomorphs are absolutely fine because I think you could get metamaterials into a biomorph that would be able to resist um, the damage you would say by essentially wandering through the corona of a sun. I think it's a cool idea. The biggest problem is kind of what I have with Caleb and Ross is that it, a cool idea that's limited. There's not much you really can yeah, do with no them. There's no conflict there. There's no conflict. Um, the, the best idea that I've had so far with trying to integrate them is creating like a, a modified version of the Suya where um, it's actually set up kind of like a, gener a biomechanical generation ship that it can actually take in solar energy as it's traveling it, it, as it's traveling through and ferrying either people in civil space or physically. In so, my latest gate-crashing game, a player had a, a, the idea of, 
Uh, what if you did a gate crashing mission where the gate opened into a star, and so you sent through players? And I'm like, oh well, you wouldn't God. send through a story. You'd send through the other uh, Solarian morph. But then I'm like, just now, I'm like, well, you could have like three of them in the humanoid solar morphs, and then one in the uh, Suya as like a transport, so they're like holding onto it. It's worth pointing out that, from what I remember of the stat block for the Salamanders, they can't actually survive on the Corona the way the Sonyas can. Yeah, they're not as protected, so... I actually don't mind having things in the system that you can't really integrate into a game because they, they make the system wider. You know, it, it's more setting. Yeah, no, it's... I, Something... I actually agree with you with that. Something I really want more of is more morphs like the uh, Nautilus. Um, more, so they talk about spaceship morphs in Panopticon, I think it is. Um, about people I sleeping think... into stations and spaceships. <laughs> I want more of that. That they would be have, At a last year's panel, they mentioned that they are going to be doing stuff with spaceships and space battles and stuff like that somewhere I'm not even that, I'm not in even the near future. That keen on space battles. I just want something so that I can run a scenario where, like, players are on a like a interplanetary scavenger ship, right, and right. one of them is the ship. But, yeah, that'd be cool. I I want to be the drop ship in the battle, not like <laughs> just fly in. I, I, room off. I like <laughs> the whole thing that they have of space combat is incredibly deadly. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah, that's it's, and, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Raymond, have you tried out a uh, shadow run? I have not. Up until recently, I was not that into the setting. Hmm. I'm not keen on. I'm not keen on fantasy in my cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! Like I, uh, I, I recently I've started playing Shadow Run Returns a few years ago when it came out, and that made me like, oh, this isn't as horrible a setting as I originally thought. Everybody died. If you were different than play... that some man died. read like the the epidemiological background of Shadowrun? I've read some of it, yeah. Super AIDS killed all your friends. Yep. Corporations yeah. took over all the governments. Gotta love Vitus. Yeah. Well, so, anyway, also, shall we... Yeah, we'll get back here for a second. Yeah, just with the, the whole thing. Yeah, we considered running Shadowrun. I think the big problem is that uh, trying to teach us all how to run the system <laughs> at yeah. the same time was the big problem. Because the setting is wonderful. I, I love it. So, but... Um, just grab a handful of D6s and roll them. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's really intense. I've played a lot of 4th edition I've run Shadowrun. two games of it. And one of them, we never finished the second part because I think they got stuck on trying to figure out what's going on with these kidnapped people. And all they figured out was they both went to McDonald's at one point in their lives. So, nice. <laughs> <laughs> all that, all that net running. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. And that that sounded like that was just a completely separate game. So. Oh yeah, it is. It's um, basically its own separate deal. So, um, yeah. but okay, but yeah, we'll go ahead and get back into it. So, uh, starting back off, uh, you're all together at a random cafe or indoor bar of your choosing. So, so as the others walk into the cafe, uh, I shout out, "Hey guys, 
I fe I think I know what the creature is. What's so the antlers are? <laughs> it's this Native American elk god that lives at the high altitudes in the Rockies. And its antlers have lightning that sort of ripple off of it. Um, since I am from Boulder, Colorado, could I roll an idea or no check to see if that rings any bells? Um, yes, you can. Uh, although, uh, since I will say you can do that, let's okay. go ahead and see what you're I'm going to ask him for the name of his cult dealer, because this is obviously great stuff. <laughs> uh, do we want to make that an idea or no? Uh, you can make this an idea, yes. Okay, idea. I got an ot seven out of eighty. Uh, oh nice. God, you failed. <laughs> I was about to say this. Yeah, to to basically know what this is and to have heard of it, that would be an impale. But you did it. Uh, yeah, you actually do have. Some, you did have some friends back home uh, that. No, it's like who were part Native American, and you kind of remember some of the tales that their grandparents were telling them, uh, okay. particularly of the Sukuwemi. So yes, you do know, you do have memories of faint ones of this talking about descending of an elk god who resided in the mountains and would would face death if it ever left them. Oh wow! So. Okay, so I'm having horrible flashbacks. Um. So yeah, this is a little bit intense just because of the fact that you you, you somehow realize that a, a god could be around. So you go ahead and make that sand check. So Yay! stories around the campfire, uh, and then somebody comes out of the shadows and brushes you with a branch, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh God, it's it's antlers!" Uh, I fail my sand check. Okay, you only take one. So, so it's not in the presence, but you realize that something coming out might be a problem. So okay. Uh, but yes, uh, yeah. Just so you have all the information that you've been able to share. Uh, you have a meeting with, that's uh, like Doctor Astrakhal uh, tomorrow. So uh, you do have that to look uh, in as well. So, uh, and you also have knowledge that something existed, and um, that uh, go ahead. Oh, and I was say everybody, either the th other three besides Laura can go ahead and make your idea rolls. Side roll. Yes, since you technically made this one already, so... Um... Nope, no idea. Oh, yes, I succeeded. I got a 66 out of 70. Okay. Uh, after being elite, after, uh, Laura, you tell him about the autopsy and what was going on after sharing that story, um, Raymond, you do realize, remember that from the information that had been shared before that there had been two similar deaths in the city what? prior... Weren't there two other people that died in a similar way? In high places. So, uh, yes, which Wait, was... Something dies when it comes down from high altitudes. Why? Yeah. The, the, the county morgue is not that high in altitude. And, the, and the, you said that the, a thing came out of the guy's body? Out of Bill's corpse? Yeah. So, I, I'm assuming... Um, Maybe it would have died eventually anyway. Maybe it could only stay out there for a little bit of time. Maybe it had created like a pressure bubble in his torso. I almost throw up as I am describing <laughs> as I am describing the flesh spacesuit. <laughs> no. um, I would say, uh, Laura, you can go ahead and make another medicine roll. Medicine, medicine. Or actually, I say biology. Excuse me. Okay. Oh, 
21. Um, you realize that from whatever the hell you, you saw in the morgue, um, and the creatures that that's like that uh, Noah and Tom had described, this could have been the infant form of it. Yeah. Maybe it yeah. was maybe it was that's protected in some way, and also the fact that it was much more solid than the others, because it, it was still able to phase through things, but it was a, it was still a solid mass. It was actually connecting with things. Maybe it goes through a larval stage where it is made of matter, and then in its mature form, it becomes something else. Can I use physics to explain how that's impossible? <laughs> Alright, well not matter, made of flesh. Well, you don't, you, yeah, and the thing is, uh, this is still, yeah, disturbing you, Noah, because you are not, uh, this, all of this should be impossible. This right. should not be able to happen. So, uh, and also to bring up the information since I had mentioned it beforehand, the two other victims' uh, names that were similar to Bill's, uh, that's still Nanette uh, Shagasemi and Mickey Shia. So... Those were the other two ones, uh, and... Can I make uh, an anthropology roll on those names to, to be like, I wonder what cultures those people are from? So, go ahead. Nope, I failed. Okay. Uh, you have, uh, yeah, those have no connection whatsoever, so... You know what names two. they are? They're American names. <laughs> <laughs> I also have anthropology. Can I make a roll? Uh, are you rolling for the same thing as well? Sure. Okay. Can I do it? I only have it at one percent, but I want to see. Um, well, I actually, I'll tell you for the success. It, it uh, uh, actually, in uh, it actually has nothing to do with it because I will say one of those, uh, I believe, is an Indian name, and the other ones just. I thought one of them uh, might have been like um, yeah. indigenous American. So. Yeah, this is this other one right now is uh, Indian Indian. So. For it, uh, but it doesn't do that. Although, uh, actually, you can, uh, uh, you actually can make an ideal roll, uh, Laura. Okay. Nope. Nope. So. Dang it. Um, well, actually, uh, I would say for this one, how much did you miss by? I got a ninety. I missed. A ninety. Okay. <laughs> So, something on the tip of your tongue, because you realize that, again, there's something that connects the, uh, the... Well, obviously the connection between Bill there is there, but uh, there is another option to possibly get the... Uh, of, of the connection, or might be something related, so... Natural history? Uh, what are you searching natural history for? So. Um... Just... As a player, I know that there aren't things in natural history that phased through other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you sure? <laughs> no. Play through. So, uh, yeah, you can actually. Uh, uh, do, do, do. So, go ahead and uh, go ahead and do make that roll. No. No. Nothing. Okay. No. All right. Well, um, everybody can go. I, I will say everybody can go ahead and make another uh, one more ideal roll. So, and this is just a collection of information. Idea roll? Did you say? Yes. I failed. Uh, I got ninety four. <laughs> uh, I got a nineteen out of eighty. Okay, good. So, Noah, uh, you realize that you have. Uh, it's like with the information that had been given. Um, 
uh, so that you actually had that Laura has references back to the morgue now. So mm -hmm. you can actually see if they had the, the records of those deaths. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll let her know. Okay. So uh, you can go ahead and make you can make that text roll. You don't have to worry about doing anything for that since that you have uh, you are uh, essentially Dr. Halifax is in your pocket now. So. Okay. Uh, so what do I need to be rolling here? Uh, you don't have to roll anything. This is okay. Dr. Halifax, so this was just getting the ideal roll. Um, you realize, because what you had seen, this thing was living in a body so far, um, that both Nanette Sh uh, Shinigamsi and Mickey Shia had died similarly. Um, Mickey was cremated. Oh, good. So if that, if that thing was in there, he's it's probably gone. Um, Nanette is pr it has been is already been autopsied and buried. Hmm. Huh. She wants to go grave digging. Uh, I haven't done that since uh, I graduated high school. Not asking. Not asking. <laughs> How about we investigate her connections? See if anybody has, you know, else has died, come down with something mysterious. Um, yeah. I can tell you uh, tell you with the information that you've already researched. These are the only two deaths that have the similar links. So, um, the the primary evidence that has been gathered is shows that uh, they died while falling off of that's like from heights that even that would have killed them, uh, but they seem to have died beforehand. They were covered in those burns and then they fell in situations where they shouldn't have. Um, the one uh, from Minette. Okay. and plotting where in the city these events happened? Yes, actually, that information is already available to you since you have that. Uh, Nanette uh, lived off of a high-rise mm -hmm. uh, where her building's pool, uh, building's pool was 240 feet up, and she seemingly just fell off of it after getting out of the pool. Uh, Mickey Shia was up about 554 feet in a uh, high-rise construction. However, he was noted for always being, that's uh, like always having safe uh, his safety gear on and being very mindful of the area that he was walking on. Uh, the only thing that came off in the report, since you do have this from the morgue now. Mm -hmm. Uh, is that he seemed to be struggling, like uh, like he was trying to pull something away from him when he fell. Hmm. Which, given what you saw with Bill, that's very concurrent with the same death. Hmm. So, over time, are there, is this... You know, making a line, is, is this thing moving from west to east? Is it making more of a triangle, circle thing? Uh, if you put the, uh, you can, uh, let me see about, uh, let me see what skill would be good for that. So, library? Uh, I'm sorry? Library use? Library use? I will allow library use. Yes, go ahead and for that. 47, success. 47. Uh, yeah, they actually see that there is no pattern uh, specifically. The only th there's no concurrent pattern between it. The only thing that is notable about these buildings is that they are all uh, very tall ones. Specifically, uh, the lowest height that you've seen there was the pool, which was 240 feet. Were these tall relative to the buildings around them, or were they, you know, tall in in a area that had similar height buildings? Tall, open air. 
So everything, all the attacks happened in uh, heights over 250 feet. So on the on buildings that were over that and were in the in the open. Is that height measured off ground level or off uh, sea level? Uh, that is being measured off ground level. So. So how high is Chicago above sea level? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's about 600 feet, if I'm not mistaken. So, well, but I'm just this is how. I'm just wondering how low the creature can come. Yeah. Uh, 579 well, feet at low point, yeah. according to Google. Yeah. There you go. So, um, low point, yeah, around that. So, uh, but yeah, as far as you can tell from the information, at least from the, the buildings and ground level, it's been coming up for, uh, only about... Uh, the lowest attack was 240. Now, would um, Raymond have learned anything about possibly being able to, like banish or scare away the, the Sugawemi? I uh, would imagine that the native people just, uh, the sorry, the indigenous people would have just ran downhill. So, uh, you have, uh, you have, pers oh, we lose Thomas? He's having some issues hearing everyone, so he's going to come back. Oh yeah, I saw, just saw that right now. Okay, so we'll uh, continue on with that. Uh, but you, that's like, yeah, from what you saw, Raymond, the, uh, Anthropological studies uh, have only uh, saw the the uh, ancestors, excuse me, the native population just lived in lower altitude areas. So, but then again, yeah. these are just uh, uh, these are just legends, as far as you can tell. So, I'd like to point out that Chicago is several thousand uh, feet um, lower than the Rockies in terms of sea level. Yeah, so, indeed. So. Maybe we're focusing too much on the high altitude thing as a solution. Um, like maybe we can increase the air pressure and it'll feel uncomfortable. So, <laughs> what do you want to do? Lure it into a bariatric chamber? Hey, we don't know. <laughs> it might work. I'll go research where those are. No, well, I'm up an oxygen tent. Well, from um, the information that you have gathered so far, the baseline um, remains that uh, there is something in the clouds. It's like in high altitude that is hunting people on that's like in high altitude areas or on top of the buildings. Um, they are that's like it's only able to seemingly take that uh, take them from open areas. If it's enclosed, it's having it's either not doing it or, as you've seen, it can phase through matter, but it's doing it at a very slow pace. So all of us were inside the building when Bill got attacked. Mm -hmm. And he was on the roof. So, mm. um, And you, the other thing that you've uh, noticed is that it, uh, whenever it goes around, it seems to create electrical ear interference. I mean, we'll maybe. be able to maybe set up um, like a lightning rod or something like that to kind of either trap it or disperse it, you think? Well, I was going to say, why don't we try and get footage of it, uh, so at least then we can take it to the police. Uh, Tom's character's got photography. I do. Okay. Although, uh, Tom, go ahead and make a photography roll. <laughs> oh, boy. Actually, uh, this will be... Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a photog photography roll. 75 out of 40. Analog. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, okay. You don't know anything about this. Uh, you think you can capture it on film, but uh, you've 
Uh, it's like you're not certain, although I would say, Laura, you can make an ideal roll since you were in the same room. and It's going to be like Nessie. <laughs> it's going to be a log with a mask staple to it? Yeah. Yep. It's got, the, end of this, the end of this scenario is just a Scooby-Doo reveal. <laughs> it was I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. Remind me to tell you about Roar afterwards, so, and our idea with that. Um, uh, Lori, did you make the idea roll? I, sorry, Google tripped out on me for a bit. I didn't hear Oh, oh no problem. Oh, no problem. You can go ahead and make an idea roll. 69, just under my 70. Okay. Uh, you, yeah, this is a lot of information, but you barely remember it. Uh, the footage uh, from it, it, remember that it was uh, causing interference with any electronic equipment, including the cameras. That's actually so, something I was uh, trying to say when Google fritzed out on me. If we're going to use photography, we probably want a film camera instead of an SLR. Yeah. SLR. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So you can uh, definitely do that as well, but but the basic information that you've been able to, to get a gleam of anything about this is that it's uh, a creature attacking everybody from above. Um, it's if the legends are correct, if it is what this thing is, is, is the Sugawemi, it cannot survive in lower uh, altitudes. Uh, preferably if you're going from its lowest, about 240 feet. Hmm. Maybe so, we could try and lure it to one of the lower height buildings and then, like, catch it and just drag it to the ground or something. Why do I, I want to get a parachute? <laughs> like, uh, like Independence Day. Did the, creature, <laughs> did the creature in the morgue, did it die when you used the Halion system? It dispersed and faded. I don't know if it was dead. Because it might be like we could uh, do the thing from uh, the second Jurassic Park movie. That didn't end well. I know what you're talking about. I don't yeah. know that. But we're smarter. It's 2015. We've got smartphones. They didn't have that then. And Jurassic World's coming out. <laughs> and we've already seen Jurassic. We've already seen the Lost World, so we can we can avoid their mistakes. You know, the mistake was taking sure, the baby in the first we place. Make, we make sure we're not near a cliff face. Uh, I think we we don't we don't get trapped on a window pane. How did he eat the the captain of the ship? I'm really good. <laughs> How do you eat everyone um, on the ship? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's at least the information that you have. Uh, I would say for tomorrow, if you want, uh, like uh, you can you can have the meeting and then you can decide what to do. So to get more information from uh, us, the doctor coming from Thermal Labs. So, right. okay. but out of, out of this, so we'll go ahead and I'm end this. Google Street Maps while uh, old mate has his meeting with the lady. Okay. Well, you can be all around for this one if you want. So, since you you know you're all in this together, <laughs> so all right, we're all in this together. So, uh, but yeah, it's about it's the next day. Uh, you could say it's the same cafe. The that's uh, like jitters or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and you are met by uh, Doctor Hibik uh, Hakuba Ostakal. So, a uh, very uh, very nice Ukrainian woman. Okay. Uh, uh, she's come uh, come in, introduces herself uh, to you and Noah. And uh, 
hello, Dr. Ashikal. Uh, hello. I'm Olivia. So, nice to meet you, Olivia. So, oh, and you're, you're friends, so. Yes. Nice to meet hello. you. Yep. Um, so, yes. Uh, about that thing I was telling you about. The strange um, thing and the electrical discharges and all that. Yes, uh, you had mentioned that beforehand. Uh, I do bring, uh, it's like I did bring some information. She pulls out a uh, tablet and pulls up some information and hands it over to you. So uh, you can make a physics roll to understand what's going on there. Okay. I get an ot 9 out of 61. Oh, yeah. So uh, as you see it, the uh, you actually take a look and see that uh, there seems to have been some sort of, uh, uh, when they were in the 50th hour, uh, it's basically when the uh, their current part of, uh, the current particles that they were smashing together was making its rounds in the accelerator. Um, it's some sort of large-scale uh, electrical disturbance seemed to occur around the... Uh, that's uh, within the uh, particle accelerator uh, that it just spiked and it was a higher at a higher capacity than it should have been able to hold and there were uh, specifically four flashes of particles that ended up coming through there that seemed to be almost exotic it, it was almost they uh, she's almost describing it as saying it was almost like looking at certain forms of zero point energy which shouldn't exist at this <laughs> moment um, but when uh, but they flared out, but three of those flared out almost immediately. It just seemed like they collapsed. But one, and it's when they had the issue uh, with the particle accelerator almost shutting down, seemed to just expand and then moved and then disappeared. It seemed like it just moved away from the accelerator. So that's what they... Uh, that's like that is what they at least saw over uh, over on their side. So, and the uh, and she said asked, and you said that there were uh, and she also pulls out pictures of the uh, research that they did for their own insurance purposes. But as you look through that, you see that some of the workers who were around the accelerator tube at the time uh, are uh, have some of the similar burns across their body or those red marks, and they seem to be scratching themselves. Hmm. Hmm. Well, this really isn't good. Nope. Uh, yeah, these these are the same markings that both uh, Dr. Barnes and Bill Barnes ended up having. And you sure nobody nobody reported seeing anything when like these these electrical disturbances happened and all that. No, um, not as that's like as far as I uh, as, no as far as I can tell no there was just nothing in there. Uh, we although we couldn't see anything because we were in a control room, so uh, if anything else happened on the outside and the SD, the part and the particle accelerator is buried, so uh, nothing anything else except within it. But we didn't see anything else. Uh, the only, unfortunately because of the experiments, the uh, cameras that were inside. Uh, aside to record the high-speed collisions, unfortunately shorted out, so we were not be able to pull the full amount of information that we wanted to. So only the general ratings that the sensors gave us. So, 
Um, although, uh, you can go ahead and make uh, another physics roll. Okay. So. Oh, I have that too. Yep. Uh, 33 out of 61. 78. <laughs> I know nothing. So, uh, yeah, Noah, you realize that the... That's uh, that. The, once Bill had died, or at least the the bot, the electromagnetic readings that it's pulling off, um, that probably whatever affected this, if the creature is was part of that or causing the disturbance, might leave an imprint on anybody who had attacked. Okay. Um, and even though that's like Bill is probably out. Uh, it's like Bill. I would say uh, Bill is probably outside of your reach now, and uh, Mickey is now cremated. Um, there is technically one body that might be giving that kind of reading. The woman who got buried, Doctor Barnes. Oh That's yeah, oh, Doctor Barnes. <laughs> so, true, and Doctor Barnes. So, but you realize that it didn't have any. Uh, that this is also that Dr. Barnes did not have any full contact with it, whatever it is, the, for the Sugawemi. So the woman, the woman that they buried. So, uh, but you, but yeah, apparently, at least from what they said, the whatever it was just disappeared off of it. So, uh, and all three, and all four of you can make idea rolls. So, yes, I got ten. Ha-ha! Oh. Nope. 64. 10 out of 70. Alright. So, Tom, uh, Tom, Ray, and uh, Laura, you made it? Yes. No, I, 82 out of 70. Okay. Sorry. Alright, for Ray and uh, Laura, uh, you realize that if this creature, that's uh, like, if this creature, or at least the, the readings that they came from, if it did exist and somehow was it's connected to what happened over at the particle accelerator... Mm-hmm. It could have escaped yeah. and just shot right up into the uh, right up into the sky to a point where it might have been safe. Right. So, what kind of um, gear would we need to get? Whatever readings we're looking for. Uh, you would be able to pull uh, uh, voltage meters or uh, uh, or oh, excuse me, uh, spectrometers too. You would be able to, since you're looking for general electromagnetic energy. So, if you go up to high and see if you can find. I find that and see if there's any kind of other disturbance up there. Okay. So, but you do have, yeah, you do have a couple options, but you know that it's, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty much this thing hunts the sky and will continue to hunt. And I sincerely doubt we could get anybody to believe us. Yep. And so, but you were the you were the ones taking care uh, who realized this thing is out there. So uh, the doctor has left you. So because I'm assuming you're not giving her any information about this. So hey, look at this photo of a weird creature coming out of a corpse. <laughs> I mean, well, as the cre- as the as the character with the least knowledge of science, <laughs> uh, you are a history major. I have a pretty insane idea. I I want to hear it. So, there's this tower, this building, that is near the Navy Pier in, uh, in Chicago, uh, which is where the famous uh, Chicago big Ferris wheel thing is, Yes. Uh, called Lake Point Tower Condominium. Looks pretty high. I reckon we either, we lure it to the top, 
because it's really close to the water. And then we either have a zip line set up to uh, the shore, or we base jump into the water, hoping that it follows us and then gets shorted out by the water because it's electrical. I like this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm just not sure. Like, I'm not necessarily I mean, opposed it's, to this plan. It's crazy because I've never. My character would have never set up a zipline before and has probably never been base jumping. It but, can't be that uh, hard. People do it all the time. There would be a lot of physical rolls. Sorry, what rolls would this be? This would be a lot of physical rolls just to see if you could actually get up there, and also uh, if if the Sugumi attacks, it'll be avoiding him on the way it on the way down too. So, but if yeah, uh, I'm just not sure if it, it would actually follow us all the way down. I would think after a certain like well, altitude, if, if we go slow enough, it might just follow just because. Well, so if so, if we knew it would, if we knew it would follow us down, it might be a, a better plan. But I'm just put. I yeah. just thought I'd put it out there. No, I mean, okay. I'm not necessarily okay. opposed to it. It's just whether or not it's it has any sense of self-preservation. Well, uh, I would say, uh, go ahead, uh, Laura. You can make a biology roll. Animals yeah, enraged. Yeah. I made it. I made it. Okay. Uh, yeah. If uh, concurrent with what you've been hearing and what you've at least seen out of the potential infant form of whatever this thing is, um, the, and also the uh, particle accelerator readings, is that this thing is only doing something for self-preservation, and when it attacks somebody, it's possibly eating, since are taking some form of energy. So, yes, if it's if it's sticking around to the higher altitude buildings, it's more most likely doing it out of self-preservation. So, and if it went down to 240 for... That's, uh, excuse me, for uh, it's uh, Shagasimi, then she was, uh, it may have been doing it out of desperation. So mm. if we got uh, it hungry, if it was hungry enough, it might follow us. But so. just ate Bill. Well, well, we don't that know was how long it between meals. And that's a couple days. It's been a couple days. So we could so. go next weekend and... Well, we don't well, know. I mean, that gives us that gives us time to to take parachuting lessons. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would say probably you. Uh, re, uh, it's like realistically, you have no idea when this thing might attack again, and there are so many people who are in higher areas too. Uh, tour groups who are going through the larger buildings on on observation decks at the at the Willis Tower or back at John Hancock or any other buildings. So it's that's like it's only a matter of time before this thing attacks again. Hmm. I don't like this plan. Yeah, we can't figure out how to make it right, work. So the, the other idea is uh, uh, some kind of wire net. Yeah, I could so, work. Actually, a non-conductive net would be better because then we can. And we can make sure that although it it phased the little one phased through things, didn't it? Um, it did. We could get a spectrometer on it. Like, would we be able to like set up something to counteract like whatever it whatever frequency yeah, it's I operating at? Uh, it's a possibility. You don't know if it would work or not, but it is a possibility. It's either going to so take if, power away or we're going to add power into it. 
So, so, so yeah, it's so if phase shifting works by vibrating molecules just right, then there would potentially be a way to counteract it. So it is a possibility. That is all so, That's yeah. all sci-fi mumbo jumbo. So, and this is, and yeah, for you, no, especially this is new territories of science that you're not aware of. So you, it's like you have ideas of some how it might affect it, but for something that is so blatantly violating the normal laws of physics, yeah, um, this is this is absolutely new territory, and it is kind of frightening. And so, um, but I will, uh, but yeah, I would say uh, go ahead and take a minute to go ahead and discuss what plan you'd like to do. I will be right back. I think, I I think like jumping is out. But I, don't uh, I like it too, but I don't think it's a very good idea. Well, it's a terrible idea, but that doesn't mean I don't want to do it. He's got a point. It would be very climactic. Um, either we, we get it or we all die. Yeah. We I mean, one shot character, but I kind of like her to survive. Yeah. So we um, could have that in reserve for whatever our main plan is. I like, say if we, what, if we go up there, we should definitely bring parachutes for a quick escape. So yeah, exactly. I'm looking at my my PDF that has like all of the different variations of parachute or Hawkeye uh, skills, and parachute defaults at, defaults at ot one. So <laughs> That's a bad idea. So just you know, pull it as soon as possible, and not as late as possible. To be well, yeah. So for instance, if we do go with the trying to lure it to Lake Point Tower, there are no other tall buildings that are really close to Lake Point Tower. Mm -hmm. right. So there's nothing for you to crash into, unless you dive off the. What is this orientated? Oh god, it's still January though, right? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah really so cold. it's, oh, so it's yeah. January into Lake Michigan is. That'll kill you. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the lake isn't, like, frozen over. I nominate Matthew does the to lake do it. <laughs> does the lake freeze solid? Yeah, uh, it's solid enough. Yeah. But that thing is massive! And it will freeze. Trust me. Like, That's... not the entire thing, but uh, close enough. Enough. Enough of but it. But around the shore where it's shallower? You might be able to break through. And end up with some I'd expect, bones instead of. I'd expect death. the shallower water would freeze easier than the deeper water. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why that thought exists, <laughs> but it does. Uh, okay, I have a new plan. Rather than parachutes, hang glider. That's, That's arguably worse. <laughs> um, I I think probably our best idea right now. Is if we can set up something on like a rooftop that could possibly like attract it and then dissipate it or like. I think we want to somehow mimic um, lower altitudes without actually pulling it down to lower altitudes. I wonder what effect like water would have on it because it uses electricity. So we could like that, bring up a fire hose. And... That was what I was hoping before we found out it was a halion system in the morgue. It doesn't, it doesn't like being inside buildings, does it? No. Alright, I'm the, back. Uh, so, the, so the Lake Point Tower has three uh, prongs to the structure, and two of the prongs on the roof seem to have skylights. Really big ones. Right. We might be able to... Uh, we could be out on the roof, 
uh, and then like chuck a net on it and then drag it indoors uh, through the window. That sounds probably, in, probably into someone's condo. <laughs> okay, up until the condo bit, that sounded safer. <laughs> you, you would hope the, the idea was not endangering more people, but. Yeah. I'm just working with what I got, man. <laughs> we don't have much. Um, I've got Google Street. I got Google Earth, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at my skills. Uh, the only other thing I want to use is like geology, but I don't know how to make that relevant. How would, um... Oh, no! I have a good thing for geology, because I was trying to find this on Wikipedia earlier. So they use this, uh... Oh, God. They have, like, a particle accelerator or something that uh, Aaron said earlier out at the Fermi lab, and that's mm -hmm. where, they, where we think this thing came from. Right. Do a geology check to see if in the Rockies there was, like, some kind of, uh mineral or uh, element that uh, occurs there that maybe they were using in testing or in the construction of the place. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make the roll. Because <laughs> I was trying to think of it before, like, maybe they used, like, uranium or something, <laughs> and... Of and course, it was we shouldn't cursed. have built it out of uranium. And it was cursed uranium. uranium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Then I'm like, but it's a particle accelerator, not a reactor. So that's uh, a I got oh, 31 yeah. out of 41. Okay, uh, no. There is nothing uh, for the construction. There was nothing brought in from the Rockies, and there are no particular elements that were pulled out of mines from there. But we've now eliminated that as a line of inquiry. <laughs> yes. All right, no cursed uranium. Got yes. it. No cursed what uranium. does the electronic skill pertain to? Uh, specifically, if you're operating it, or you that's like uh, trying to figure out something specifically. So Okay. There are ways uh, we can get a heavy machinery up to our roof to take it out. I was going to say, I've got operate heavy machinery at 1%. I'm we can feeling it. <laughs> we can get a crane. Oh. Uh, hmm. This is going up pretty high. So, okay. Well... Like I said, the, you have the baseline information for this, which is uh, it, it, the creature, at least in its adult form, appears to be somewhat ethereal and tangible unless it wants to be, and cannot serve and is uh, cannot survive in the lower areas. So, okay, it, you, as I mean, far as you can tell, my go-to solution with monsters is fire, and I just don't think that's gonna help. I actually think we should go with the net idea. But get yeah. one of the but tie it to like some weights at the bottom and then just throw it off the roof. Yeah. So. It's the best idea I've heard so far. <laughs> Alright. We don't have but to jump. You... So yeah. it's fine. I actually we want to myself on the mercy of the GM by getting a uh, idea roll. Not that those have worked. Okay, <laughs> we yeah. should try and if All we're right. going to make nets, we should try and make three of them so that we can, you know, we have some margin of error. Okay, you can go ahead and... Uh, you, um, actually, I would say um, that this will actually be a two-roll to see if it, just to see if you have plus one since Laura mentioned it. Um, Noah, go ahead and make an uh, another physics roll. Okay. 
No, I do not. Uh, okay, uh, I just, you still plus phase one. through materials. So, so. Um, but you, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Laura, go ahead and make uh, n- another idea roll. Hold on. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Zero nine. Crit. Right. Ought nine. Yes. Okay. So, uh, you do remember something. Uh, just in the brief panic as you were running out of the uh, running out of the morgue mm-hmm. operating room, um, there was a uh, as the thing was crawling towards you, there was a generator uh, that was set up. It was the um, the emergency one mm-hmm. on there since this was in a basement, um, and when the Halon system seemed to have kicked on. Before the uh, the thing uh, uh, supposedly asphyxiated and uh, and evaporated, um, it seemed to be moving away from it. From a generator. Yeah. So, so okay. we electrified the net. Got yep. it. I have electrical so, repair. I can do that. Yeah. So I wouldn't we'll, have expected that to work, but okay. Yeah. So. No. We'll, we'll get a net. We'll have to make sure it's conductive. We'll hook a it up to a generator. Net. Yeah. Okay, here's a wacky idea. I wonder if us being in Faraday suits would help. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it couldn't hurt. Oh my god. Are you entirely sure? It attacks with electricity. Oh. It, 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 uh, What's-his-face did have a lot of... um static electricity on them. We could get just a bunch of those grounding armbands that you wear when you're messing with your computer. Hmm. I'll take it. I'm an oh electrical engineer. I probably forgot some stuff for protecting oh yourself. <laughs> Laura, you, you, sorry, you get the line of the night for the Faraday <laughs> suit. I, 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 I love that. <laughs> I, wish I was I, thinking about that. Like, I was there? originally going to be a physics major in college. <laughs> Oh, you probably should have played Olivia then. Oh man, just uh, you all be the founding members of Arc Attack. So, <laughs> oh man, uh, I was trying to think. Okay, well, yeah, you do have some of the the notice on this as well. So, is are you settled on the plan of trying to create the net in order to trap yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. buy a portable generator. I'm just trying to find a flexible conductive fiber. Yeah. So um, I'd say that if you want to try that, um, this will be a couple of... Uh, you can make those rolls. This will be at the school, so, and since you're all either postgraduate or near graduating uh, yeah. uh, in your fields, uh, you, you're prob- you are teaching assistants, so you will have access to materials. I'll make so. the students do it as a project. Whoever has credit Oh, sorry? Credit rating should go to a hardware store and buy a backup power generator. One of those okay. diesel things. Do I roll credit rating? So, uh, okay, yeah, you can roll. Yeah, you can roll credit rating to see if you can get the generator. Nope, ninety-seven out of forty-five. Okay, so so if you're wanting to power it, uh, you're gonna have to you will have to find another means, or I you can, can hook the net up to the building's power grid. Yeah. Oh, because that's not going to electrocute us. I'm an electrical engineer. Well, I mean, we're probably going to electrocute ourselves either way. So, so just just to just so that uh, those listening know what I'm envisioning here, the the net 
the easiest way and probably the cheapest way to make the net would be to get um you know those steel ropes like that they have on suspension bridges and stuff mm-hmm. uh and the the smaller version of that the steel wire ropes we get those uh as the cross wires on the net uh and uh the horizontal and then the vertical wires would be rope because otherwise you wouldn't be able to get anything flexible like an entirely wire net mm-hmm. would be yeah. the only thing like commercially available will be too rigid because it'll be like chicken wire or uh, or or chain link. Uh, so if we do it that way by tying ropes uh, across the uh, one of the dir- directions of the netting, it'll be flexible enough that it'll actually bend over the form. All right. Okay. Um, I would actually say that part of that, if you're wanting to get some of those items, uh, specifically that, uh, you may be able to pull that from the engineer. Uh, Steal it from uh, the school. Yep, from the school from their and. En- that's like uh, from their engineering classes. Uh, you should, uh, although in order to obtain it, somebody will have to persuade or bargain for it. So, uh, oh, I've got I, fast talk. Yeah, fast talk would work. I think we're lying about why we need it. Uh, well, fast talk is lying to basically if to make that realistic. If you want to persuade them, though, so if, lying if it, to evade. Yeah, uh, uh, I persuade at forty-five. I've got persuade at fifteen. So I would say if okay, I would say if you need a specific reason for that, if you can explain it uh, well I'm enough, and make on it... a project that's not ready yet, and I need so, a lot of it. Okay, so uh, you will go there. Uh, this is Dr. Ferris. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with in case uh, Tom fails, You're welcome. so that I can like, fast talk, oh, fast talk uh, our way out of it. It's like you, you're not doing no such thing. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Dr. Ferris, I need to uh, take a lot of the insert whatever kind of wiring we need, because I already forgot, for so, a project yeah. I'm working Wire on. Cable. Wire, Wire cable. Cable. Okay, well, why do you need it? I'm working on a project, and I need quite a bit of it. So, Can I make uh, a fast talk roll? Because okay, I have well, a possible suggestion... Okay, what is your suggestion? So I'm going to be like, we're making a scale replica of a of the uh, of the of one of New York's many suspension bridges. So, okay, uh, that actually would be a good one. So, yes. uh, <laughs> so uh, what, uh, for what reason? Uh, although, for what reason are you making it though? Civics engineering class. <laughs> Civil it's a joint civic engineering and history-related project. Okay. It's about well, the history of civil engineering in society and how uh, civic projects can help bring communities together. Okay. If you make your fa- All right, this will be a two-part. If you can make your fast talk, Raymond, uh, that will go ahead and allow Thomas to make his check at a plus 10. All right, here we go. Yes! I got 32 out of 45! All right, so that's the plus 10 for you, Thomas, so you're at 55. Great. You can make your persuade. 20! I made it. Oh, all right. Dr. Ferris seems to Team be a little bit... Teamwork, Yeah, he seems a little bit suspicious, but you are trusted uh, GA, so he will go ahead and allow you, allow you to have some of the material. So uh, you have the, um, material, uh, the items that you need to go ahead and weave the net, so to speak. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, this will be... 
One, uh, this will, in order to construct it though correctly uh, and to see how effective it's going to be to take the charge, uh, Tom, you'll need to make an, a mechanical engineering roll. Oh, good. I have mechanical repair. That's the one, right? Mechanical repair, yeah. Okay. I've got that at 20. <laughs> uh, 39, yes. 39, okay. So it is able to go ahead and fuse that all together. So you that was your part of the project, getting this one. Uh, Noah and uh, Laura, what are you doing? Um, could I roll my credit rating to see if I get a, uh, a generator? Uh, yes, what is your credit rating at? Uh, 45%. 45 go ahead. Hot five! Not only do you get a good, uh, good deal on a generator, uh, it's actually the top-of-the-line portable, so it will actually function. Uh, it will actually function far more efficiently, and be, you're actually able to uh, attach it to the that's like, attach it more efficiently to the net, so you'll have a little bit more leeway when you decide to throw it or how you're deploying it. So, <laughs> good job. Insert Yay. monster destroying device here. All right. All right, and Laura, what were you doing? Uh, library used to find the building we think most likely to be attacked next. Okay. Uh, go ahead. 43. 43. So uh, you're, you're thinking that probably the best chance that you have is to... Uh, since most of these attacks have been as random, as, uh, very random, is to try to get um, a good midpoint. So, uh, uh, so where that you are a, uh, excuse me, you are actually a, why can I think of a word? A tasty enough target, so to speak, that you're, ac that you're easy enough prey, but it brings it, uh, but it brings the Sugawemi down to a level where it would be easier to bring him below 240. Uh, feet. So, and for that, uh, it looks like the best option would be a uh, apartment build, a uh, apartment building that appears to be that has a uh, extended uh, extended rooftop terrace, which is standing about 530 feet, uh, three blocks away from the Hancock Tower. So they have places for lease. So, uh, yes, the, uh, go ahead, uh, go ahead, uh, I will say, you don't have to do the research check on that, that's going through, yes, they do, so. Before we get much further, uh, what is everyone's rifle and throne skill at? 25. Uh, 25 and 25. Yep, same, 25 and 25. Okay. You're all students, so. Because, well, it's just, if some... If someone had rifle or thrown higher, I was going to make a different suggestion. So, like, at the moment, we're going to be throwing the net over it. If we had rifle higher uh, than our throne, what we could use is a uh, line-throwing gun. I've seen those things. Uh, mm -hmm. To launch the uh, net, because uh, you'd have two, two cables either side. Uh, so you'd launch the line over, and then you'd pull the lines back down. So, anyway, it's relevant because we're going to throw it. <laughs> so what I'm well, picturing is that one person would be bait, two people hmm. have the net behind it and they're hiding, so when it comes towards the bait person, those two people yank it up, run forward, throw it over, and the fourth person hits the button on the generator. 
That works for me. I've got sneak at 40. I, f- I, f- I feel confident. I'm not very sneaky, so I guess I'll be the bait. I have a sneak of 10. I am also not sneaky. I'm not sneaky either, but... Okay. Um, I am I say... sneaky because I'm, like, a history student? I don't understand why I'm so sneaky. <laughs> so, uh, doing... Well, actually, that was... Uh, the reasoning behind that is that if you're doing uh, urban exploration for certain projects, you need to know how to get in and out of buildings without being sneaky. Oh, secret. yeah. I'm so. a young Indiana Jones type. <laughs> yes. so, uh, but yeah. The um, electrical engineer guy should be the one on the uh, generator. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I'll take that job. That sounds safe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a climb skill. Yes. So if you, uh, which is if you're gonna have possibly be leaping uh, between buildings or trying to climb away from the uh, Suguemi, I've got climb at forty. We could get up above the Suguemi on the building, uh, and then as it, and then we wouldn't, and then we might get a bonus to hide because I've we might be out of its line of sight. Higher up and more in its line of sight. Well, it depends how it approaches the building. Yeah. And also, yeah, realist. Uh, and also, you have no idea how big it actually is. You only saw it from a distance. So it's true. We don't know if our net is too big or too small. Well, I think it could as be long as we s- get it on the Sugawemi, we'll be all right. Yeah, it could be like the size of a hanky comparatively. We'll worry about that later. We'll cross right, that. So the person with sneak and the person with climb get to be the ones holding the net, and the last person is bait. Okay, who's bait? I think Thomas is bait. I'm on the generator, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I've got climb at 50 and jump at 55. I have I've got sneak at, at 40. I've got climb at 60 and jump at 25. Oh, jeez. Am I the bait? Am I being yes. the bait right now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be bait, but I've got you. I've got my sneak. To hide from it, to so that I, it doesn't see me with the net. Well, I've got kick and grapple at fifty-five percent, so. Well, you can kick it if it comes after you. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're bait. Okay. Yeah, you're the bait. What's dodge? Uh, fifty. Do I even have that? I have dodge at six. Twenty-four. <laughs> All right, you dodge. dodge. I got dodge at twenty-four. <laughs> I've a, I've got dodge at sixty. You are definitely bait. All right, tomato. <laughs> this is the best plan. All right, this is I all good. We, we got it. We got our net. We got our generator. Okay, so just looking at it from this perspective, uh, Noah will be drawing it in. Yes. So, uh, Tom will be connecting the net yes. and. That's like, and Laura and Ray will be throwing it. Yes. Okay. So uh, We're actually hoping to pull it up, run forward, and toss it over so there's less throwing. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is under the hope. So, But yeah, it is a uh, high terrace on there, because uh, you're, uh, excuse me, a rooftop terrace. Yeah. Uh, which are uh, from this building. Uh, how, and the question is, uh, there are open slot. there are uh, open... Uh, tenants there, so you can actually uh, so you can actually look for that if you want to make your excuse, uh, or there are other ways to get into the building. So how are you going about Open pulling tenant. that? We are looking. <laughs> that sounds like the best to me. Is there I, was gonna, 
I was gonna use law and fast talk and be like, uh, where neighborhood watch or something. <laughs> Not gonna we work. We're looking to rent a place for the next school year, and we want a tour. Yeah. And then leave, so we can capture a monster in here. They don't want to know why we're carrying a generator, though. Yes, but then we get a tour, so we get the layout of the building, which means well, that... So, so three of us, or two of us, go on the tour, um, and then when they're showing us the apartment, or whatever, we're like, oh, we're probably going to be looking around for a while, if you have other things you need to do. And then the person's like, yeah, I'll be back in like a half hour, you guys can just, you know... Become we get comfortable the with the space, uh, and then we were like, "Okay, we're we're alone in the room." And then the other two come up the stairs. No, no, um, we get we get a tour. We get the layout of the building. As part of the layout of the building, we're going to be able to. Um, one person distracts the other person, slightly props open a door to the outside, at which point mm. the other two can sneak in. Yep, that works. Let's do uh, that. I like this plan. Can okay. you like play Shadow Run? <laughs> All right, let's get some chloroform, knock the person out, and steal their keys so we can get to and the watch them die. <laughs> we also need we, do, we need chloroform, here. we need dynamite, uh, and we need elephant guns. We need some Molotovs as well. I don't know if we're going to use them. We just need them. Oh god, those are things that are available to college students in 2015. <laughs> oh, Can't god. have Molotovs, but you can get a gun if you open up a bank loan. Oh, so. My character's from Texas. He probably has a gun. Hey. <laughs> we're not all idiots down there. <laughs> Negative stereotype, Tom. I'm uh, sorry. So I'm not sure what the gun ownership laws are in Chicago. So. Yeah, fun I, fact. I actually don't know any. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. Who, who did I put McGallan, Texas as your I'm from Texas. Place? So, yeah, that's my birthplace right there, so... Oh, um, but okay, you do have the plan, so uh, you're, so the plan that you've come up with is to somebody to go into Fast Talk uh, about looking at an apartment and then opening up the door for everybody else. Yes. Yep. Okay, so uh, you should be able to do that, although uh, if uh, you don't... How are you... You can open up the door for somebody, but it's still uh, a light, but... Uh, it is a light diesel generator, so it's going to be heavy to get up. Well, it was going to be two and two, so two on the door, uh, two infiltrating, and two uh, bringing the gear up. All right, okay. so who has the best strength? Who has the best fast talk? Uh, I have 11 I strength, so... My strength is 10. My fast talk is 45. My okay, strength so is 10. Allison and Harold on generator duty. My fast talk is 55. <laughs> My fast talk so. is five. Hmm. Ah. I think it's uh, I think it's Allison and Matthew going to look at an apartment. All right. Yep. All right, Olivia. <laughs> let's carry a generator upstairs. All right. All right. So uh, I would say. Generators. That's true. So, uh, although I would say, uh, since yeah, Laura, since you made the uh, library check, you can make one more. Since to see if you can get any more detailed information about the building. Did it used to have a secret speakeasy in the basement? Evie, yeah. nice. No. <laughs> All right, uh, was that a success? Yes. Okay, uh, you do see that, uh, luckily enough, in the back uh, from the uh, floor plans that are provided by the city, uh, mm -hmm. there is a maintenance elevator that goes all the way up to the roof. Oh, let's go there. Uh, 
I point this feature out. <laughs> that would be much easier than the staircase. Yeah, so, or trying to lug that equipment up through the normal elevators yes. and being caught by tenants, so... I need to tell you about the time we snuck into a place as firemen. <laughs> I'll tell okay, you about that's the time we story failed after this. to sneak into a place as the EPA. <laughs> I could tell you about the time we snuck into Dockwagon as Dockwagon employees. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, uh, I, I, sadly, I don't have any other sneaking ones. The only story that's coming up to mind is the, uh, the uh, oh, uh, can't think of any other lines. This is what happens when you run games. Uh, when the uh, internet cafe I used to work at almost blew up. So. Oh. <laughs> wow. So, I'll give you that. Okay. So, the story is afterwards. But in any case... Uh, but all right, you're already prepped for that. I'll say that all the equipment's there that you need. So uh, the con uh, you've been a uh, Allison and Matthew, you've been able to make the contact. Uh, you have uh, that's like uh, Mrs. Harlan. So she is uh, the building manager. Comes and greets you at the door and hello. Uh, that's like so. I understand you are uh, coming up to see the new uh, the residents. So uh, are you new residents to here? No, we would be moving. Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, we've been on so. campus, and we're looking. Uh, we're looking to find somewhere a little more uh... adult. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh uh, that's I can it's understand really that away from the college. If looking around, so are, are you newlyweds? Oh, uh, you know, we've been considering uh, a more formal arrangement. <laughs> we're engaged to be engaged. Fast talk to make her believe. <laughs> no, I I will. Figure it out after I graduate. I got a 38 uh, out of 45. That's good, because I failed. Nice. So, you don't uh, sell yes. it, uh, but yeah, I... Lucky I uh... Yeah, Lucky Matthew, you sold that particularly because she was kind of looking over at Allison for a second, but like, oh, okay, so it's just they're having a couple issues, so come on up. She's, she's kind of a doddering old woman. <laughs> <laughs> but you go up to the that's like the apartments uh, you see it it's actually very nice so uh, although unfortunately it's a couple thousand a month so it's way 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 out of your price range Maybe so we could ask our parents <laughs> so uh, but she isn't with the, wandering around within the room so uh, you will need to figure out the way to ditch her at the moment in order to open up the doors or at least send uh, find the maintenance elevator to send it down Take her down. Right. She's just an old so, woman. I'm Jesus. Gonna, well, I, I mean, I could. I've got punch at 50. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wasn't being serious, but okay. Um, if you want to really go murder hobo like this, you can. But yeah. I'm going to make a uh, fast talk roll uh, to just start asking her lots and lots and lots of questions relentlessly. Ask her if she has any paperwork. It's probably downstairs for... That she needs to go get while you take a look. Well, I, I want to see if I can wear her down through questioning to the point where she's like, how about I just leave you guys? We could stage a fight. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Stage you a fight. Which, which really do you awesome. want? Stage a fight, uh, ask her if she's got paperwork, or... Both. Stage the Nag. fight, turn to her and ask her for paperwork so she has a valid social excuse to get Oh, away. I see. So we start <laughs> arguing and be like, do you have any paperwork that we could look at? Okay. All right. Okay. I am, what, do you, what do you want to fight about? Just so that I have some. Right. 
Price? Okay. Laura, you will go ahead and make your roll. Uh, if you succeed, that will give a plus 10 to Ray's roll to finish it. So. Sweet. No. Oh. You failed? Yes. Okay. Let's see here. All right, you can make it. All right, I got a 29. Okay. Uh, so despite that she was a little bit skeptical, she's obviously very, very uncomfortable in these kinds of situations. She said, oh, gonna, I understand. I'm going to turn her uncomfortability to my advantage. Be like, you look a bit uncomfortable, honey. What, what are you concerned? Is it the price? Are you worried about the price? Is that it? I promise. I'm going to get that job at the big law firm. I'm going to oh, be uh, well, pulling uh, down <laughs> that sweet lawyer cash. You can't bank on it until you have it. Come on. Are you the lead YOLO! <laughs> oh, yes, because YOLO is how you want to <laughs> cap your oh, relationship. How many times do I have to it tell is. you Nelson and Murdoch is a startup? Oh, my God. <laughs> Second I'm line of the night. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about the investment. But she is, uh, Miss Harland, unfortunately, is becoming very uncomfortable. And she says, well, I, I understand this is a, a big commitment. And, and I would want to assure you, we, uh, despite the price, we are rent-controlled. Uh, but uh, if you, but I would be happy to bring up some more of the paperwork if you're interested before you go away. So uh, just take that. your time. I'd love, I'd love to see some more uh, documentation on the C Certainly. Really. So uh, you go ahead and take your time. I, I will be right back. So okay, once you leave, start yelling really closes, the minute she closes the door, I start yelling my head off. Exactly. <laughs> so, you, you have like, sold how it. How dare you embarrass me in front of people! <laughs> <laughs> Don't go too far. Alright. Oh, Sweet. man. Uh, let's we'll take this though, but you have that, so uh, you can go ahead and uh, once she's down in the main one, you go around and find... Uh, find the uh, maintenance elevator. So sweet. And uh, it's about also it's fair. It's about uh, six in the evening now. So most people are just getting home at this point, and, mo and a lot of the maintenance staff is already gone for the day. So you shouldn't have to worry about anybody around. That's so good. all right, but you make it down, open up the back door, and bring in the equipment. Um, and you know. Uh, I would say you know that uh, the best time that you've had at least uh, f probably to attract this thing is when there's at least the less amount of people to make a, at least a, a tasty snack. So probably wait. you'll probably have to be waiting a couple hours until it gets dark. Right. So. Okay. Well, that gives us plenty of time to set up. Yeah. Yes. We want to come back in while other people are coming home from work so people just automatically hold the door open for you. Yeah. Oh, I've got a great plan for making that look uh, heaps natural. Uh, I'm going to go out and buy a whole bunch of, like, stakeout food, and I'll come back with my arm full of groceries. <laughs> oh, so then they'll so. have to hold the door open for me. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, well, uh, that's going to be in one. I would say that's one more fast talk on your end because even though you're coming through, uh, most of the people here know who the residents are, and it, it does have a doorman. So I got a 33 out of 45, so I pull that off. Yep, doorman signals through. He's had a long day. Uh, he doesn't want to pull up with the scrap. So did you I get a pay. snack while we wait? Oh, I got, I got, I got peanuts. I got uh, 
some trail mix. I got different kinds of chips. I think you would call. I'm trying to remember the American yes. word. Yes, chips, chip. chips, mm -hmm. chips. I'm like, no. do you call them crisps or is that the UK? No, they, they are chips. Um, I've got so, Pringles. I've got soda. So this will be <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're having ourselves a party while we wait. All right, <laughs> all right, but party on hold. You do need to prep for the horrible sky monster. Oh so, yeah, that part of the game. So Thomas. Yes. This, that's like I will. Uh, please go ahead and tell me what your skill is in electrical engineering. Sixty. Sixty. So I will be making this roll for you. Oh boy. So you will not know whether you have succeed or not. All right. Looks fine to All me. Right. All right, you connected it up, and as far as you can tell, it looks good. So uh, you do. I will say you do turn it on as a test, and you see that uh, it, there are uh, it, electricity is arcing through it. So That's at so the moment. dangerous. <laughs> So, and I'll say, did you, did you remember, um, actually, to Noah, make a luck check. Yeah! I hope we brought gloves so we can actually <laughs> hold the net. <laughs> I didn't. I would have. I'm an electrical engineering student. Well, that's what the luck check is for, no? <laughs> 99 out of 45. <laughs> is everyone making a luck check or just Noah? Nope, this was Noah because this was part of his part of the plan. <laughs> Okay. So, where are the gloves? I'm also touching this thing. I get to. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll I'll give you that, Laura. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thirty six. I brought enough for both. Okay, you got that. <laughs> so, no, unfortunately, forgetting, but Laura's on the ball. <laughs> so, I will pull that up. So you do have that ready, um, and uh, I will say, um, you do. Now it's like there. Uh, you are able to go ahead and uh, find two emergency ladders that actually climb up uh, what appears to be into a, uh, the side of, of another building that this scraper's next to. So it's kind of a, as a fire escape if you had to go over to the other building. So, mm -hmm. uh, so that is set up in, if in order to get on top of it. So the waiting game begins. Uh, you are. It's a couple hour. Uh, you're there for a couple hours and waiting for it to get fully dark. So, and uh, for this one, Noah, did were you bringing anything else to see if you could attract your make yourself more attractive to the Sugawimi? Um, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not really sure if we we figured out anything that would make me more attractive than anything else. So, so um, I would actually, and and sorry, this is something I would I will actually allow this as a past one if you want to, since that was okay for your students. Go ahead and make one more physics roll. No, that's a okay. 98. Okay. So, this is... Alright, so you are just... You were standing out there. Yep. In the middle, uh, closer to the edge. Yes. So, uh, you, it's pretty cold out, but you see yourself kind of wandering back and forth. So, okay. Uh, uh, forth for a while. Uh, and, say it's about 11.30. It's near midnight. Okay. Uh, you... Go ahead and make a spot hidden check. Ah, oh, Jesus! What is with the dice stream? Ninety-two. 
It's fine. Um, it's cold up here on this building. So, all right. Hold it them there hills. Is, uh, is, does everybody else get a chance to spot in? Nope, this is you because you were the oh. lookout on the bait. Everybody else is in the back waiting for their roles to turn, uh, for Tom to turn okay. on the generator and for the others to throw it. So I'm busy, I'm busy texting the other twin while eating Pringles. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Damn it, Ray. I'm just making sure that she's okay. You know? <laughs> she lost her brother. Her dad's... Hey, if we wor- this succeeds, you can tell her you avenged his death. Oh my God. I don't think she'll believe that somehow. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Ray will be playing the part of Scumbag Steve today. <laughs> hey, hey, I sincerely care about the twins. So, well, not yeah. twins anymore. In any case, <laughs> but no, uh, you need to go. Uh, it's like, but you need to go ahead and uh, make. Uh, since you did not see anything, uh, you will go ahead and make a sanity check. Aww, as you start yeah. to feel a very, very, uh, a very, very intense itching all over your body. Okay, I get a it's 34 out of 40, so I pass. You know it's there. Unfortunately, since uh, and you since you did feel that and kept it together, you will have one shot to dodge out of the way, even oh. though you don't see it. You just know it's coming in. Okay, so, so I will make my dodge check. Oh no! Eighty-two out of sixty. So, all right, un- all right. Unfortunately, it's because that that's like it's in there. It's gonna make a hit. Okay. So, although, uh, let's see how bad it is. And it impales. Oh no! Oh no! Olivia. So Olivia is suddenly. Wrenches back as you feel a what appears to be uh, just feels like a spike going through your chest, and oh, it no. is, feels like a fire is being ignited inside of you. It is horrible, horrifying. To this. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. Uh, this since you've now been hit by it, and yes, you do hear the scream. Go ahead and uh, uh, roll a d10. For your sanity loss. That's not good. Aw, oh, yeah! Ten! Ten! <laughs> Mark well, it off. If there's a time to go crazy, now is it. Oh, let's see. You have temporary one, so... Oh, I need temporary and a, um, and a permanent, don't I? Uh, not a permanent yet, no. This is just a temporary, so you only lost ten at once, so... Would that be two temporaries? No, no. It's just a temp. It's it's not oh. five and once. It's two. Yeah, it's okay. uh ten at once or ten within an hour of time. So uh, five at once. Yeah. Uh. So uh. Yeah. Since you can't see this and this is something horrible, uh, you are now getting with spectrophobia, fear of ghosts. <laughs> oh, fun. So, but this is attacking grand. you. Yeah. That'd been fun. And you are seeing Olivia going into this one. Uh, it just being. Uh, it's like this. Although I will say the one thing you do notice is that you're losing your mind, but you just feel hot all over. Okay. So, all right. You oh, do I'm... see that it, and okay. you do see uh, that. Yeah, you do see Olivia is, uh, is taking, and the Sugawemi is in its full form. Once you come out, you see this 
what appears just to be this spectral cloud that has antlers, or what appears to be just spiked antlers that are moving out in wings. Imagine two hands, if you're doing a, a, uh, do, doing a bird with your hands, yeah. moving out and uh, from and to and fro. So... Well, time to throw that net. So everybody can make a san- needs to make a sanity check while seeing this. Oh, oh yeah. I, I got a net four. <laughs> I impale okay. my sanity as well. All right, so you only lose even, even down to sixty-two. Okay. I, I fail by eleven. Okay. So since you're seeing this, you go ahead and lose uh, two, Thomas. And what'd you get, Laura? Odd four. Odd four. So I you also got one. an odd four. Damn. You guys really don't like Olivia that much. No, they're just... I really want this thing dead. Yeah. Well, I was texting, so I only saw it out of my peripherals. Okay. So, before we start uh, full in combat, the Sugawemi is... uh, Did I lose it? ...has a dex of 18, so it's made its move. You will get the chance afterwards, although although it is connected to Olivia, so if you want to... That's like if you want to be able to sit. That's like save her. Uh, there is nothing. That's like so you'll probably need to disconnect her first. So this will be your options. Uh, so and uh, what are your dexes again in order? Uh, my dex is twelve. Twelve. Okay. Eight. Twelve. All right. Mine is fifteen. All right. And Noah, what's yours? Uh, what am I rolling? Uh, this uh, not rolling anything, just what your dexterity is. Oh, my dex is uh, ten. Okay, Noah will be going last in. Uh, sorry, Laura will be going last in this case. So, uh, Tom, you're up. What are you doing? Uh, can I flick the generator on and go and try and uh, save Olivia in the same round? Uh, I will say, yeah, uh, turning on the generator is a free action, just making sure that it's around. And you can run out there, but it'll, it'll, take, it'll take a successful dexterity uh, test to get to her. Okay, I'll so. give it a shot. <laughs> All right, so this will be dex times five since there's no All obstacles. Right. 36, I make it. 36, all right. You'll be able to make, her, make it to her in the next round. All right, uh, Ray, what are you doing? Um... I'm going to shout, we need, have we already thrown the net? No, not we yet. Have we? No, not yet. It I'm is say, charged. We need to throw that net. Okay, and I would say if you want to wait on until Laura's turn, because um, you basically prepare yourself yeah, to be able to exactly. throw it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying we're going to throw the net, and I'm getting ready to throw my side while I wait okay. for Laura to get ready to throw hers. Okay, although I will say uh, if you want to right now, you can make a quick idea roll, since that will not cost an action. Yeah, I got 14 out of 70. Uh, you realize that if you try, uh, if you give, if you and Laura wait and give and kind of prime yourself to throw it, uh, you'll have a better chance, which uh, means that you will get a bonus to your throw rolls. Let's. All right. Yeah. So. I say, all right. We need to get ready to throw the net. Specifying, get ready. Okay. So that means that both of you this turn will have to kind of prep, but if you do, you'll get a bonus on that. So. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we need to roll to prep. Okay, so, all right, and Noah, uh, you're still conscious, but you are in agony and also are at, uh, are fearfully looking up at the Sugawemi who is dangling you, and, see, and uh, the pain in your chest is not lightened at all, so what are you doing? 
Um, can I kick it? <laughs> so, uh, yes, you can. You can try. Uh, you can try to go ahead and uh, hit it. Okay. So. I will kick. Forty-four out of fifty-five. All right. Uh, you do hit it. So uh, you do hit it, and it actually uh, just—if something is ethereal, looking at it, it actually does make a contact, and you feel yourself dislodging a little bit. But you see that part of its—that's uh, like what you have now realized is probably its ovipositor, uh is from the young thing—is still sticking partially in your chest, and it still hurts like hell. So uh, it's going to get another chance to hold on to you and do more damage the next turn. But uh, you might. So if you can survive that, you may be able to do this. And also, how much uh, sanity do you have left? Um, I am at 30. All right, 30. Okay. So, uh, all right, we'll go ahead and take this up. And, Laura, you're just waiting this turn to prepare, correct? I'm preparing. Okay. And I will say, uh, for the next turn, since you and uh, Ray are throwing together, that unless you have something else differently, you can both throw that the same turn. So since this is a, a, a dual effort to get it completely over. So, all right, well, we're back at the top of the round, and the Sugawemi is going to try to, that's like, reattach itself to uh, poor Olivia and see if it can continue on. Well, all right, and it got a 34. So, um, Olivia, since you have been able to extract yourself, I will say if you can, if you can make a dodge a check... Uh, at a minus ten, you can. That's like you can dislodge yourself this turn without uh, Tom's help. Okay, so dodge at minus ten. Yes. Uh, okay. This will be basically to dislodge yourself from it. All right, and I do. I get a fifteen out of fifty. All right. So even though it, that's like managed to hit on. That's uh, like go through you. That's like managed to pull yourself free from this one, so it does not get the same sanity damage. Although you're screaming in an agony right. at this thing, uh, so Tom and, and so you're stuck at the moment. And Tom, you'll be able to uh, say, Tom, uh, you will be able to uh, as your turn. If you want to pull her back now, you can. So I will do that. Uh, so this will be a strength test, uh, strength times five, to see if you can grab her and basically pull her out of the way. All right, let's see how that goes. 24 out of 55. 24 out of 55. All right. So you have not. It is. Uh, so you managed to get out of the way. Uh, you'll. It'll take one more turn to get completely out of the way. So, but you should be held on that turn. And now Ray and Laura. So you do have a plus 10. Um, and I would say since you're throwing together, uh, you are. You're both on equal throw, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we'll okay. go with 25. Okay, so since you're both throwing together, I'll say that's a plus 20. So if one of you wants to make a roll for that, you can. So for your combined effort. All right. Um, so, uh, I Raymond, guess I'll do it. Go for it. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. All right, here we go. So that'll be at 45, then. You have a 45% chance of hitting it. No, don't. All right, here we go. Plus 20 from the two of us, and then plus 10 from prepare preparing. Well, it's the pl you both had a plus ten for preparing, so um, you have so it's a it's a plus it's forty five percent overall. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I follow. All right, here we go. Oh, hey, thirty two. Thirty two. So, all right, you managed to go ahead and uh, hook it. It you see that the 
immediately once the net goes over, uh, it does have the charge on it, however, and it the Sugawemi seems to be retreating from it as much as possible. Uh, it Thankfully, you have enough net on there where it's covering at least a good, I would say, thir- uh, three-fourths of it. Because uh, it is just huge, it is like a cloud that has come down. But you've—it's uh, like—but it is actively retreating from it and trying to shake it off. So it will get a chance to do that. But thankfully for Noah and uh, Tom, that means it's now distracted. So it's not going to eat us. Woohoo! Yeah. So. All right. So we'll go ahead and it will try to shake this off. This will be—I uh, will say—a strength times five. So it has a. Let's see if it can get it off. Oh, and it has slipped. Uh, it is. Uh, it manages to slip it off. It some shunting off onto the ground. So uh, you have. So, it, but it is still sparking though, and you see that it is moving away from it, over toward, uh, actually away toward from where you're at, back towards the edge of the building. So it has been spooked. So, mm. all right. So that is its turn. Uh, I was um. like Tom. Uh, you have a chance to pull Noah back, and I'll say this: after this turn, Noah, you'll be back in your mind, so you can act again. Okay. Okay, I'll do that then. All right. So you're pulling him back for one more. Yes. All right, that'll be another strength times five check. I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, strength strength times, times five. Okay, I can... Uh, yes, 43. 43, all right. Uh, with that, you managed to pull back to the safe distance, so it that's like so it will not be at risk of it being attacked. Uh, the Sugu- Raymond, uh, now your turn. Uh, the net is on the ground. It's still active from the generator, so the... Jumper cables are still at, attached to it, but the Sugwame is quickly moving away. All right, so I say, I say to uh, Allison, uh, you need to get that net ready to throw back on it. I'm gonna try and keep it here, and then I pick up the bag of snacks, and I'm gonna start throwing uh, packets of food at it and uh, shouting, "Hey, where are you going?" Don't you run away from us. You can't just come down here and start killing people and then run away. You get your ass back here, you filthy sky monster. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say, well, uh... You don't. I, I will leave this up to you because this will not be an idea. Jack, since you already know about you're this, the uh, where it fell, it's uh, essentially in between. So you have. Uh, oh darn it! I don't think I have the drawing app here. Do I? You did. You enabled it. Okay. Here we go. It said, it said it when I joined the the okay. game. The See if I can do this. Come on, pull up draw. That's ah, not going to do it. So, okay. Yeah, uh, it but lets you draw on the other players. Okay, oh, it doesn't, so let's see if I can... Yeah. A, a better, if we, I mean, okay. really, what would be better is if we were using um, the Roll20. If we were using ah. Roll20, you'd be yeah, able that's... to draw, you'd have a whole map out. You could ah, even okay. set Google Maps as the background. Ah, okay. Well, that'll okay. be an idea for next time, so, but uh, just to give you an idea, at least, uh, you guys are far in the back. Uh, you've taken... Uh, it's basically, yeah, you're up against the wall where the ladders are. 
um, between uh, Tom has pulled Noah back, and uh, the Sugwemi is going is starting to float back over the edge uh, where it is. So um, it's over empty space. It's a, it's almost over empty space, so it's about halfway over from uh, from the awning. Uh, the problem. You can, but the problem is, it's the uh, even though it doesn't have the net on it, apparently the charge from the net is still uh, pushing it away. Basically, it's uh, preventing it from coming in to see its prey. So, if you want to be a better, if you want to be a better target, you're gonna have to be in front of the net, though. That All right, I'm gonna in... make a jump check to jump over the from the roof down onto the uh, to the other side of the net. I think because I'm above the net, I should get a bonus uh, because I just got to launch myself out rather than actually having to jump up. So, well, it's uh, I'm it's not that a bit. I would say you're about ten feet up on that the part of the veranda, so you will get a plus ten. Although uh, you do not want to fail this. Yeah, let's go. Speaking of failing, I did <laughs> Actually, I thought I did, but my jump okay. is 25, and I rolled a 24, so I'm actually uh, fine even without uh, a plus 10. That would have been brilliant. Fail. I'm like, whoop, that's off the side of the building. You, you would have taken so much great. electrical damage. It would have been hilarious. Anyway. Um, Damn. All right, you, yeah, you uh, see Matthew just launch himself off of the veranda over, and barely get over the net, just uh, almost falling backwards on it, but he is uh, standing there, so uh, you will get your chance to uh, pull the Suguemi back in. <laughs> so Yeah, so I, I'm shouting at it as I throw uh, uh, chips and, uh, and bags of M&Ms at it. And yeah, cans you, of soda. Splash yeah. soda on it. Splash soda yeah. on it. Try and mark it from the net to the Oh, no, that's an idea. I'll shake up the soda and uh, crack the top so that it sprays out fizzy drink all over it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, the well, best thing to do against a horrible monster. So, yeah, well, everybody else is seeing this, which you're luckily not taking any horrible sanity damage at this point, which you should. Give it a but, minute. Uh, but you're, yeah, you're just, uh, you're seeing it fly right through. So, uh, but yeah, you're... Uh, that's what Matthew's doing. Uh, you get back here! Uh, I'm not done uh, with you. You well, killed okay, Bill. Uh, Noah, you're you're incognizant again, so you're okay. you're still seeing it. Uh, what are you doing? Um, do I have like uh, rubber gloves on? Uh, no, you didn't, since you failed that. However, uh, you can makeshift it if you have. Uh, you could say you have a coder or something that would provide insulation, and then you can help Laura pull the. Uh, I'll uh, pull the net back in since uh, Matthew is in front acting as distraction. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to make sure some sort of insulation so I could grab the other side of the net. Okay. So, uh, you, alright, so you, I will say uh, that's, you don't have to roll for anything else. This is just you and uh, Laura rolling it back. Okay. So, uh, you two, uh, rolling back. So, go ahead and make your uh, strength times five roll. Strength uh, Yes. So. And this, six. Okay. You got uh, forty-five. All right. Uh, you got it back in, so you're set up, and you will be able to, as long as it's in range again, uh, you'll be able to throw it the next turn. So okay. that will be depending on it. Uh, okay. So Ray, you uh, <laughs> through your junk food barrage. Yeah. You have, uh, you have uh, managed. 
to catch the attention of the Sukuemi. It's shaking, uh, shaking off whatever effect the net had on it. Uh, but it is not moving forward again, though. It, but it, it's uh, Ozopod, its talons just come back at you. So oh, God. It's, so uh, you're going to have to make a dodge check to get out of Ooh, the way. I really want to critically fail so that I dodge back onto the electrical net. Because so. that so. might kill me, but its tentacles might also strike the net. Okay. So go ahead and make it. My dodge is 24. Here we go. Not 44. (laughs) Okay. You're lucky. (laughs) It missed by 94, so its talon, that's like the antler talons, managed to come through it, uh, and you are still providing enough attacks, so it is now moving back in range. Oh, yeah. So you will, uh, so uh, Noah and Laura will have their option to get, uh, to get it over again. So, uh, all right, and uh, Noah, what are you doing? Um, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Did you get your? Oh, sorry, Tom. You didn't get your chance. I apologize. Oh, so. um, I guess I want to be ready to go grab Matthew and grab him, bring him away, so that way okay. they can have an easier time throwing the net on the monster. Okay. Um, you. If you can actually help with that, uh, since uh, Ray, you did not have your official term, you were just reacting to the Suguemi's attack. Uh, you two can coordinate on that, so uh, that would give you a better one, so uh, a better option. So, do you? Ha- uh, I would say, uh, Tom, make a luck check. Seventy-seven. I fail. Okay, uh, you want to, but you have nothing to pull him back in with. So, uh, the unfortunately, there's no extra rope, and the only thought you, thing you thought you might have had was an extra pair of uh, uh, an extra pair of jumper cables that you could throw out to him. So, unless you can think of another idea to pull him in, which uh, that will be your turn for this one. So, uh, but Ray, what are you doing to get out? Uh, that way? Are you staying? Are you standing there to provide hmm. its distraction? Um, sure. I'll keep distracting it. Because where you are at, when they do throw, if they uh, if they do miss, that means that you're going to get the full force of the net. So I mean, if it happens, it happens. Okay, so uh, you're just providing more of a, uh, a distraction for it, which means the Sugawemi will not notice the other two. So yeah. for that uh, for that one, uh, which I will say uh, that will give you a, a bonus on your throws, guys, since you have more accuracy. Okay. All right. And this will be the next throw. Uh, you have a plus 10, which means this is a 30... Uh, I'll say... Uh, actually, it'll be the same 45, because you guys uh, had the experience from the last time, and now he's helping you, so that compensates for what we would lose on that one. So you can... Uh, Laura or Noah, you can make your roll. I'll make the roll this time. Okay. Okay. Oh, seven. Nice. All right. So, uh, yeah, it has. N- it is so focused on Raymond. It did not have a chance to dodge out of the way. I'm so that's you- an impale. Yeah, it is an impale. So you got it all the way over its body. So yeah. it is. It's like it is completely caught. It is. It is re- uh, retracting its talons back in and going through the net in a futile attempt to try to bring it in, and it is screeching. It is letting out this. Horrible whale. Uh, everybody needs to make a sanity check. Yep. Yep. Oh, everyone needs to make sanity. I made it. Woo! I failed. I got All 88. Right. All right. If you fail, uh, it's a, if you uh, succeed, it's nothing. If you fail, it's two. 
two. Yeah, I, I actually made one. I'm so happy. All right, that takes me down to sixty. So, all right. Where that? <laughs> uh, but now you have. Uh, but you have it caught. So, but the thi uh, but it is now uh, still slightly over. It is almost only slightly over the edge of this. So, uh, how are you going to get it down? Uh, throw the generator over and hope that drags it. <laughs> I was going to say that's a. We could throw the generator. Um, I was originally going to say I could jump on it, but I <laughs> I prefer generator. The okay. generator would most likely just rip out of the net. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, it is, yeah, because it is only, uh, it is basically uh, just jumper cables from this. Is so. it hovering over the edge? Uh, just slightly. So, so we could. Uh, We've already established that he could reach up and grab the net and keep it held down while we bring the generator over and haul it down. Um, well, I was gonna say we pick up like pot plants and stuff and throw it at it <laughs> and smash it. Yeah. Well, you realize you, you have the problem with the, the the biggest problem is that you are about you're uh, over five hundred feet up. So. Oh, I know. Let's call the cops. What if we? They pin, can handle it now. <laughs> what if we wait down the net and pin it down to the top of the roof and just leave it on until it dies? Yeah. So well. Uh, go ahead and make. Uh, I would say since it's not going where at the uh, well for this one, it's going to make another attempt to try to get out. Can oh, we yeah, that's cool. crank up the the output, the output on the generator? Yeah. Uh, it's a possibility. Yeah, that definitely is a possibility. I, I'll that, give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I would say in this case, uh, Tom, since it's it's uh, phase for the moment, you only have a couple minutes before it possibly tries to break free because it will have the chance next turn. Go ahead and make an idea check. All right. Do, do, do. Where'd that button go? Yes. All right. Yeah, you realize that if, you, if this thing is that disturbed by electrical inter interference, and if you, give, uh, if you give it enough reason to, to flee from it, that uh, it, might, it, it might only see as down as its only way out. That's so, true. And, keep, and keep pushing it. So, in order to escape, so if you can get it over the edge mm -hmm. and then and then crank the voltage, that might send it into a death spiral. Yeah, let's do that. I like that idea. So, all right. So, but this is going to this is going to be bringing trying to pull it out into it. So you're going to have to grab the two ends of the net uh, and drag it to the edge. So while it is still resisting, so and it's going to get this turn to try to pull out of it. Two people work on yeah. that. Yeah, you can. So, but it, it it still goes first, and it still goes first since it has the highest speed. So, uh, but it is. But luckily enough, it is it is more concerned with escaping than attacking. So it's going to get another turn. All right, and you're lucky because since you got the impale on that, it was only rolling strength at base, so it failed this turn. So. But next turn, it will be able to go back to five, uh, five until the voltage is cranked. So uh, you have your options. So, uh, um, Tom, you're up next. Okay. Uh, I guess crank up the voltage. As long as they're wearing insulated gloves, they should be fine. I okay. think I've got some. Yeah. Well, and remember, too, he's not over the edge completely. So if you do that, that might just take him to the ground. Oh, and you don't that's know. a good point. 
Um, I'll, and you don't know if it'll try to phase. Can so. I make the check to know how to do it, and then just do it automatically once they pulled over the edge? Uh, this you can do an electrical repair check, and that will guarantee that that may or may not guarantee, depending on what you get, that may or may not guarantee that the d generator doesn't blow out on you when you try. Okay. Let's see how that goes. Thirty-nine out of sixty. Thirty-nine out of sixty. Okay. Uh, you're fairly sure that the that the diesel generator can hold this, and you have enough fuel. All right. So. Uh, so you will have your shot the next turn to be able to crank the voltage. So, all right, uh, Ray, you're next. Sweet. Um, I guess I should probably move out of everyone's way. So, you have well, rubber gloves on. You were one of the people throwing the net in the first place. Oh, that's true. I should... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll help the others with what they're doing. Okay, um, and since this is a group effort, because is everybody else just wanting to pull the Sugawemi over the edge? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll say this. Uh, this will be a combined strength times five, uh, times three check actually because this thing is just so massive. Uh, but since you're helping each other out, uh, that will be a plus fifteen to that whatever that roll. So whoever has the I would suggest whoever rolls that go to the highest. So. I have strength. a strength of thirteen. Mine is ten. Mine is ten. Okay. So that's on you. Allison's a weightlifter. She's a horse. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm 5'16", I'm just not very strong. Oh, she lives on a farm. Grew, ah. up. Grew up on a farm. Sorry. 25. I made it. All right. Yeah. So you do have... Uh, like, All right. So you managed to pull the resisting uh, Sugawemi over. Um, as it's moving, you're seeing it's it actually is trying to phase through the net, but it's just the resistance of the of the charge that you're putting it through is making it convulse, and it's it can't get through. Although, um, as you do see the veranda, it moves over the uh, edge of the awning. It actually does start phasing partially through, like the spawn uh, like the uh, spawn did, but just slower. So. Uh, but it is now over the edge, and it has one last chance to break free. Uh, this will be at a uh, this will be at its normal strength. So, uh, only at, at so we'll see how it goes. So, all right, you are uh, lucky on that one. It rolled a nineteen. It does not make it. So oh, it struggles oh, valiantly. So this will be uh, uh, it's like so going back Tom this is all on you to drop the charge All right I'll do it If it's not if uh, so if, if it is not sufficient it will still stay and have another chance to escape All right uh, electrical repair Mhm mm Uh right. well uh, yes this is an electrical repair roll so 23 out of 60 Nice All right uh, you managed to crank the voltage out so and you've Looking and as you do, uh, you see that the net itself is growing white hot and melting in places. So, but it is creating enough of a shock that the Sugawemi almost instantly drops. You see, it is just fleeing in order to do that, uh, and it, ah. it does the uh, as it does. It actually. Uh, fall, the net falls off to the side of the building, arcing off, and you can see bits of white metal. Hot white metal. <laughs> Hope no one was underneath that. Yeah. Hope not too. <laughs> so, 
but does any, uh, but yes, it's going down. You can hear it screaming all the way down. It is just echoing across the buildings. And uh, is everybody going across the edge to look? Uh, sure, why not? Yes. Hell yeah. I think I'm a little too crazy to look right now. But okay. it will help you become more sane if you okay. see it die. So you actually see it fall, and as it actually, you see where, it, you estimate where the 240 feet mark is, it starts going down, and it starts bulging. It looks like it is oh, ripping explode. itself it's apart. It's going to explode! I duck behind the edge. So, and as it does, uh, you see that it just, uh, as it goes lower and lower, it just starts evaporating. It looks like it's being ripped apart piece by piece until the screams die off and the echoes end. So, uh, congratulations. You have killed the Sugawemi. <laughs> Yeah. Yay! Uh, Are you getting Sandy back for that? Uh, I would say everybody, sadly, but Noah, because he did not look to see it die. So, <laughs> so uh, everybody else will gain back uh, six sanity. Oh, yeah. I'm almost back to normal. Presumably, presumably, I can't go over my previous number. So, uh, you can because I started with sixty-five. Do I go to sixty-six? Uh, I don't know. No, it's just you just go back to your starting point. So for your power, yeah. so is what happens in there. But congratulations. Uh, although uh, every, I would say uh, everybody, go ahead and make a sneak check at a plus thirty. <laughs> Can we do oh, a group plus, sneak? Plus thirty. Hell yeah! All right, come on, under forty. Uh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I succeed easily. I impaled. Right. I got right. a okay. two. Luckily enough, because it, the police are coming through and they're now seeing a lot of basically the white hat burning metal pieces that thankfully didn't hit anybody, uh, but to disturb there and the horrible siren-like scream that echoed across the way. So uh, you come, so you managed to actually get out of the way of the panic and uh, you're, and not arrested for anything. Thankfully, uh, you do. Uh, so you do come up and realize uh, that, yeah, you've managed to slay what killed your friend. Uh, this seemed to be a creature that only existed in the upper atmosphere. So, and, and was only able to survive and kill there, so that explained why it was all around the high-rises and taking people that were above the area. That's like in the open air. So, although, uh, once... That's like, you're basically been able to defeat the monster, although... Uh, I will say this will be for Thomas and Laura alone. You can make one more idea check. I think I already know what it is, but... The baby, the baby is, al is alive! It's just like the end of Godzilla. <laughs> yes. Sixteen. Sixteen? Yep. All right. There's another uh, one, isn't there? We have yep. to kill Olivia. Uh, nope. Uh, you realize, actually, uh, Olivia's... Uh, fine in this one, so because you realize that in order to do what it was was going to do, which it looks like he was reproducing at this point, was to remain connected until the human host was dead. Uh, and although two of the one of them is dead from Enoan, the other one cremated. There is one buried uh, with that's uh, like buried with the second victim. So great grave robbing. I knew it was going to come to it. Yeah, for Nanette uh, uh, Shingasimi. So uh, you will, in order to take that, that will be up to you to decide whether or not you do anything about that. But that's where we'll end this game. So, uh, which so was die high. 
We live oh, in history of my profession. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that was Die High. Uh, comments, questions, suggestions? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, really it was nice to finally try uh, Call of Cthulhu. I didn't really feel too much horror, but I think that uh, that was more a problem with the way I had chosen to play. Uh, no, it's okay uh, for that. Uh, and I was actually, yeah, with how was your uh, how was this as your first experience with Cthulhu? I really like the system. So, um, and I will say I do apologize just on my part because. Um, this the only problem that I saw personally was um, with investigative roles, which this one compared to uh, some of the other ones, like uh, uh, I will actually even know it's Trail, Mask and Hotep, or ones that are more pulp action mm -hmm. ones where you can fight. Um, this actually is uh, uh, it's like a, a more investigative too. And in, in, in the future, I may consider doing it in Trail, which runs off the Gunshoe system, and in, in that case. In in Gumshoe, yeah. you just show up at the crime scene and get given all the clues, don't you? Yes. Uh, well, well, the thing is, and then have... sort of puzzle them together. Well, yeah. The thing is, you have clues that the uh, uh, that the keeper will go ahead and give you, and then you have investigative points that you can spend, so you can yeah. get information more easily. Because my my only problem ever with Call of Cthulhu is that if you're trying to give um, plot points out. For you guys, uh, I've and I hope I you weren't terribly lost in any other places, uh, but. Uh, Unfortunately, failed roles can mean you you feel like you're meandering sometimes. So well, that's a pr that's a problem with any um investigative uh game that is not in a system that is designed specifically for investigation. So like that problem so, happens in World of Darkness, in Pathfinder. I've had it happen in Eclipse phase with gate crashing yeah. scenarios. Mm -hmm. No, that's just sometimes difficult. You know, doing investigations when you're not actually an investigator. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, uh, but here, uh, yeah, I was going to let you know what the uh, Sugawemi was, to at least pulling it up. Uh, to do the thing has no name in English. In some legends, the Utea people of Colorado refer to it as the Sugawemi, uh, though there are only two people alive who speak the mountain name Numeg dialect and with enough fluency to dredge up the word from memories. So you're just lucky that you have that. Um, Sugawemi is a good name since it's a nonverbal entity with no name for itself. Intellectually, it's about the level of a cunning bird, a raven, say, but it weighs between one pound and two hundred, depending on the degree of materialization. It exists in polydimensional state and is unimagined by natural humanity. Uh, essentially, what it ended up happening is that this, these were creatures that existed before man on Earth, uh, right. but could only exist in the high atmosphere, but at some point uh, left our plane of existence when a dimensional rip opened up and they just found some place that was better for them to exist. Uh, Venus. But, they just went to Venus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, unfortunately, though, when Fermilab did one of their particle accelerator experiments, uh, they ended up ripping up another hole which some of the Sugumomi came through. Uh, since it was so, it was buried in the ground, the, three, the four that came through, only one survived and managed to gain altitude enough to survive. Ah. Uh, but of course, it, its first instinct was to reproduce, and unfortunately, none of its kind was around, so it had to do with humans. So uh, that is what you encountered in the morgue, uh, unfortunately, isn't, in the corpse of Bill Barnes. Is this the plot of the new Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> so, <laughs> and Greg Stolze got to it first. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, essentially what they was doing was just reproducing these horrible things, and the reason why uh, the other one was a little more uh, tangible is that in an infant form, it was a mutant, so essentially locked into 
uh, locked into a third dimensional body, so to speak. So yeah, cool. So, uh, but that's essentially what it was, and this was the, one of the sessions that Stolze pulled up. Uh, I'll tell you in the first one when we did the playtest, uh, Ross had Tom and me playing as uh, uh, as uh, antenna workers. Yeah, I listened to that one. Oh, that that would have been cool. So I, it was on the um, Unspeakable Oath, wasn't it? Yes, that was Unspeakable Oath. So I was gonna uh, say so, yeah. I don't remember that being on the site. <laughs> no, well, no, we, it's we, like the dog punching incident. It's on Unspeakable Oath. Yeah, because we that was one recorded. So if you yeah, we do some stuff for Unspeakable Oath as well as the Drunken Ugly. So, um, but I was gonna ask, what did you think about the option of the students instead? Was that a little more clear, or did you feel like you were meandering? I felt it was better to get information because students have access to more resources. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I really like being students. Okay, so that's kind of one of the things I thought about, and uh, when I was choosing the buildings too, because I, I chose the Hancock building because it had that tilt feature. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that is just for somebody like me who is just fearful, so fearful of heights. That is a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, I would yeah, never I guess go it up is. there. Yeah, I so, really like that. I would like to use in the uh, the real world location. Yeah, so because uh, uh, I initially thought of almost using the Willis Tower, but that's just really high, and I couldn't figure out a, a decent reason to bring you up there. So, um, but yeah, this is at least the other. Uh, it's uh, the baseline I was thinking of, at least bringing you in. And I love the idea that you got with the Nets. So that yeah. was yeah. something I was not yeah. anticipating, because uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the way that I went out is I dragged it. I, I got impaled and I dragged it down. Right. So. That's what I thought it was how it went on there, but I didn't want to die. So yeah. no, and there's a lot yeah. of other ones. So, uh, but yeah, and that's but if you're if, as part of a continuing campaign, that's why. Uh, Stolze went ahead and also put in the uh, other one that could be alive in the grave. So, and yeah, uh, as an option, you could go exhume it because it does still have the ability to phase through matter. So you could actually dig it up and see it sticking halfway through the coffin. Or so. even um, you go to dig it up, uh, and there's nothing there, but then something else occurs at the cemetery, leading you into a different Cthulhu adventure. Damn True. ghouls! Always at their cemeteries. Uh, I was actually just thinking, like. If another possible like player character like setup could be something like um, a team of like base jumpers or something. Yes. Where you you're going up to like go base jump off of like a skyscraper and you run into this thing. I think that could be a an interesting take on it. That'd be so, cool. That would be cool. So I hopefully that would be brought up in, in the information. So, uh, but yeah, that's basically what the whole line on this one was. So, and we'll think of. Uh, for that one, so but no, I'm really glad you enjoyed that. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was very fun. So I really, um, I really like the way with this system how as you take more sand damage, it becomes harder and harder to pass sand yes. tests. That's, um, that's that's how it works. It's that's once you really started, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the whole the grip of it is that uh, really the sanity loss is what kills you the most. So and to the point where you're just having a harder and harder time dealing with it and role playing out the that's uh, role playing out the afflictions that you get to because it's not really what kills you; it's what affects you mentally. So on on uh, crusading, it's a feature. Yeah, <laughs> on crusading couch. Uh, last month, which is like this talk show podcast that I run about games, we tried out doing reviews, and we talked about Eclipse Phase first, then World of Darkness, and in the cons section for World of Darkness, I brought up how it really needs a mental health 
tracking thing because it doesn't really have sanity. It has humanity and whatnot, but that's not necessarily how insane you are. That's only like you, empathy you related. In, it's yeah, it's it's like you see other people doing shit or you do other shit to other people, but it's not like there's just some horrifying thing. <laughs> so, uh, oh, but uh, yeah, that's no. I'm I'm really glad you guys enjoyed that one too. I'll go ahead and stop the broadcast here. But uh, that was role playing public radio. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye.